You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thanks for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here with us again today. Don't forget you can catch uh, The Rick and Bubba Show on America's greatest radio stations on the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. But if you ever get in a bind or you don't have an affiliate, uh, you have all sorts of other options now. The tune, the TuneIn app will stream live every day for you to your wireless device. you also get best of moments from the last 25 years, 24-7, until another live show shows up. Every day, podcast archives are archived for you. Uh, I mean, literally, as soon as one hour is over, it's archived and out there. You can go back and listen to those on your own time, parts of the show maybe you missed. You can watch us live on YouTube, uh, or you can go back and watch an archive on YouTube. And there's all kinds of programming available on the YouTube channel, so subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel. There's no charge for that, but that way it just works a little quicker for you to come right to you. Uh, you also can watch an hour uh, commercial-free if you have the subscription to Blaze TV along with the other great Blaze programming. We're part of that as well, and that's an hour every day commercial-free for you to go back and watch on your time. And we also have some TV affiliates affiliates across the country that show you a best of hour every day as well. So there's all kinds of ways to get the Rick and Bubba show now. Uh, the only way you're not getting Rick and Bubba now is you just don't want it. Uh, welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Glad to be here, Rick, Buddy. and thank all of you for doing the same. Well, a, a situation uh, in the Burgess house is real now. You know how something's out there and you start saying to yourself, I wonder if that's real. Uh, it, you, sometimes when these things are, are, are coming, you almost think, I hate to use this analogy because I know it's we're, we're talking about something that's light, but it's almost the attitude someone must have if they're waiting for a stay. You know what I mean? Will the governor decide that I'll be released? Will this, is this really, remember how we'll say, is this really going to happen? Is it really real? Um, and so I kept waiting, uh, and undoubtedly tonight, uh, barring something unforeseen, it, it will be real. So um, uh, we, we have, um, Sherry has developed a friendship, and we know some people uh, that uh, live in France and some of the work that we've been doing in France, and there was a discussion uh, that the son, who is, I think, 17, wanted to come to America and and live with a an American family for a month this summer. Um, now, it appears we have been nominated to be that family. So, so this person is going to learn about America and continue to work on his English oh my goodness. from us. Well, that would be great. This is a great cultural exchange. But but the uh, but the the story gets better. Oh, it's it gets better. So so um, the the month that ended up that this young man can come and stay with us. Um, and you'll hear he'll be here on the show. I'll I'll bring him in a few times to oh, work. Yeah, sure. Because he's got to learn this too. Um, <laughs> if if I'm going to influence him, let's be sure all of the people here uh, oh, boy. teach him how to be a true American. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> including the time he'll work at the farm, which is one thing. See, it's so funny for the the, the this family to try to figure out our life here. Mm-hmm. And and I don't do a good French accent, so I apologize. But I she was she was asking Sherry. Uh, I understand that y'all have a farm. And Sherry said yes, and she said, "Well, you know, that would be good for him to work the farm." Work, and and Sherry's like, "Well, it's, it's, it's not really a work. It's not really a working Get farm." Get in the crops, right. yeah. And then finally, I said, "Sherry, you need to let her know that the, it's a recreational piece of land, yeah. is what it is." Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Don't, don't, if you'd have just had that garden, Rick. You're not farming cattle or well, anything. Well, if you just had that garden, you could have had them out there picking corn. Well, like guess you did what? me that day when I thought we were fishing. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> see, we're not, we, don't have, we didn't do a garden this year. Right. We, don't, we don't have any livestock well, thank this year. Well, you didn't do a garden, right? Uh, yeah. And how about this? Right, see, I wish, it's I, a relief. I, I, I wish we had this year. I, there was a, yeah, you put him out you, there. But yesterday, you know what? Hey. Let me tell you, you can't find oh, hey, no. you can't find nobody to work these days. I can't find nobody to work two days in a row. You hey, you give that little Frenchie to me, I'll work him. The little oh, Frenchie, and Gary. I was like, but Gary, you're not going. Little Frenchie, you're not going to expose him. Hey, that. bring little Frenchie down here, and I'll <laughs> put him to work. So so anyway, um, now, now guys, guys, listen, <laughs> listen, y'all, y'all don't realize there's more. So so I start looking. When I finally, you know, because you know, when I first heard about that, you know, what I did, I just went on with my day. Yeah, oh, yeah that sounds yeah. good. That's a long way off. Yeah, yeah. I'll never get here ever. And so, <laughs> and so now that it's here, I go into Sherry and I said, "Hey, when is he coming?" She said, "Well, he's he can only come for the month of July." And I said, well, "That's a long way." Wait a minute. The, there's ten days of July that you and the boys won't even be here. Oh my! <laughs> the, 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 they they've been part of the. Uh, uh, so you, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, no. uh, you and Frenchie for 10 days. <laughs> and I, Not only have you got a stranger in your house, a stranger who doesn't speak English. <laughs> right. <laughs> or speaks very, very little. Has your month changed? Of course, look, you know how, how <laughs> other countries are so far ahead of us on language. He likes speaks fluent oh, German sure. and everything. Oh, yeah. sure that ain't going to happen. They always know more languages than us. Well, they yeah, have well, to learn them because there's so many countries. Well, that's true in Europe. We right. don't care. So, so anyway. It's like us learning yeah. to speak California. Our Spanish. Our now Spanish. Yeah, sure. Hey, you bring Frenchie down here. He can stay with me. Frenchie. No, Gary. But, Let but, him just stay with Gary that those ten days. But listen, so I said I said, Sherry, what wait a minute. We're because they're they're just they're I don't know if y'all are familiar with SLU. It's a leadership university and the boys have been in it and Sherry's been one of the people uh the what's the word with the, the Tigers, the, right? The, the adults the Bayou Tigers. Chaperones. Yeah, chaperones. Uh-huh. And so this is the last you know, you do the four four <laughs> stages of it and this is the last one. By the way, they're going to Normandy. So I said, Wait a minute, so you and the boys are going to France and you're bringing somebody from France to me? Said, <laughs> what? Make sense. what kind of exchange is this? Three to one. And um so um that is gonna be a, tr- a cool trip for them to go see Normandy though. Thank but anyway, know. so um um so there'll be ten days of this month. That this this French kid is going to belong to me by myself. I mean, I'm just it's just going to be me. Wait now. a minute. So you I mean to it. tell me you went from having the house to yourself? Correct. For don't 10 forget days. that. Hey, don't forget and that. doing whatever you wanted to do. No, look. To the, now you you had marked that on the calendar. <laughs> now you got right Frenchie right. coming in. You hear me? I you went, had those ten days marked. <laughs> you, you, you talking about? You talking about? Have you ever circled something and then you were so excited you circled it again? <laughs> yeah. I, I've got like the double circle around. But, but Rick, oh, he, Rick, that's hard. Rick, you can still do what you want to do. He's not going to tell on you. Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. Because he, oh, he doesn't know. Rick. He doesn't. I mean, yeah. you want to go fish? You can go fish. But, but listen, you, he, you know, he can't you bring just go him up off here. on his own. You know what I'm going to teach him? You know what the English phrase I got to teach him? Oompa Loompa. <laughs> oh, that, that's true. I got, that's those right. of you that are veterans know what I mean. That, yes. that, I said that's the phrase I say if there's something we don't need to tell. tell. Now, when, when my wife comes back home, we don't need to be talking about everything we did. No. Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Ten days. Now, now, Rick, you're going to have to bring him up here, code name Frenchie. Yeah, and uh, yep. you know he he can be intern for two weeks. Too. Yeah, we'll do that. Now, if he likes to golf or play tennis, I can keep him occupied for a day. Right. Okay, or or if he wants to help with the hickory tree that's down in the yard, we can put him. <laughs> to work. Yeah, that's hey, work. I mean, we you can know, do that. Hey, Hamsley, Hamsley, I take him out there and a work. Day and a half, I can, Hamsley. I can. Uh, but here's what I'm saying. I can have. Thank you, Hams. You you're getting it. Bubba's starting to get it. These uh-huh. two haven't. Woke no, up well. yet? Nothing from Adler. <laughs> I'm asking you guys to yeah. say, Rick, we will help. Oh, look, hey, we, hey, we will hey, do things I, with. I, I don't have know if he's seen them. 
Hey, you know I can take him to a baseball park near you. He needs to learn baseball. I mean, I'll Rick, take I'll him to help a game. while I'm here at work. <laughs> Thank you, Bubba. Thank you, Bubba. But you know what? You've always wanted a personal assistant. That's what about right. a French one? They're always very good at it. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll carry him down and give him a boat ride or something. You know? There you go. Guys, do you realize? got to go with your skills. But what about what about you sending an exchange? You know, and this is great. This is a throwback to Masaki at the Gaki. Exactly. Yeah. Exact same thing. It's the same exact, but longer. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot longer. Oh, remember, remember you know what that means? Line up the firing range. There you go. Ooh, yeah, we can get that too. You know, he doesn't get to see uh, any of that. No, you're right. <laughs> no. He's from France. He didn't. He's probably never held a gun. What about yeah. the? Um, but we'll but, have to teach him basic self defense ideas too. There you go. Mm-hmm. What about? Oh, he can roll with Adler. He can. Yeah, Adler, take him rolling. Will you take him to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu to meet the great George Webby? Yeah. Oh yeah. We we. Okay. <laughs> That's what Gary said. He said, I know a little bit of French. I said, What did French you know? He goes, Wait. 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 Rick, don't, I don't know if you need to expose him to Gary. Well, Gary's ready. But well, what, he's got to get it all. Hey, y'all bring him down here. What about, um, um, you remember the things we taught Masaki at the Gaki? Yeah, Rick, I do. So, you know, there's certain, he's going to learn yeah, how to be the, a proper American slang. from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rick, I, I think you need to probably not. Teach him the words you taught. Masaki. Well, now that's old. Masaki. Yeah, yeah, I'm better now. But there are some. I mean, he will go back. Picture a guy who says, "I've got my English down now," and he talks like us. Yeah. <laughs> or Gary. He goes back to France. His mother and father are so excited, and he walks in and goes, "Hey, you can't have that." <laughs> hey, he, he lands tonight. Uh-huh. He will go to bed in my house tonight. Rick, oh, will he be here tomorrow? I don't know. We'll see. I'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes oh, past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number. And we thank you for being with us today. So, we'll, um, you'll definitely meet. Uh, his name is Gabriel. Or as Gary's called him Frenchy. Uh, and uh, so, oh, well, I think his name has to be Frenchy. It has to be. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. So, we'll uh, You got your filet boom boom ready to go? Oh, no, I do. I've got it all here ready. And we, and we finally do have confirmation. That that's just means something about candy, right? Bubba, did you say filet boom boom? He did. Yeah, he did. I just let it go. Filet boom boom. To us. What she saying to me? Oh, my goodness. What's she saying? Calais. Well, well, filet, calais. To us, ever. Also, I, and, I, you speak and it, French. If you just say it's sweet and you just let everything flow together, it sounds real nice. And we did a re- we did this the last time we had um, <laughs> the two guys. Uh, that means you want from Canada in that new new French Adriano, and, yeah, and, yes. uh, and David Portier. Uh huh. And it's a it's a French song uh-huh. for kids, mm-hmm. and it's it means mm-hmm. let's sing and dance in French. Oh. Where'd I come up with candy? I don't know. Did we no, say I that think, one? I, I think that was part at of one time. Well, if you're singing that. and dancing, right. there's going to be some candy. And uh, I, I remember I, I, I spent like my candy. entire day trying to find the that. the whole song, and, and we found and it. They translated it. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. They listened to it and translated. Another, it. another, and, and I'll be done with the the update from the Burgess House. Another thing that was kind of disappointing yesterday. It really was. You know, oh, right. you know how you look around, and uh, and I'm excited about this opportunity, but you know, just didn't expect it. But uh, that I was going to be there handling it for ten days on my own. But I've got, you know, I've got a. Hey, it takes a community. We've got a whole community of people to help help Frenchie. But anyway, so 
you know, there's things that are coming back, and I know Bubba, you, you know, you've said it loud and clear, you know, that you you weep for the generation that never knew the eighties. Rick, I, and, uh, and before I go to bed every night, I think about my kids and y'all's kids and mm-hmm. all the kids, and think, how would they be different if they had grown up in the eighties like we did? Right. And, and I openly cry myself to sleep. Right. <laughs> But anyway, it was funny. Uh, I was talking about this uh, with one of my kids. And so um, things are coming back. We were talking about the, the 70s stash is coming back. Oh, yeah. I don't know why from the 20s the handlebar mustache is, is attempting to I'd come like back. I'd like to see a speedy one, though. Yeah. And so there's certain things coming back. And it looked like to me, from what I can gather, and, and this is something that was you know, big in the 80s, too, it looked like the tank top is back. I mean, I've been well, I've been seeing the tank top around a lot lately. Let me tell you what I'm hoping makes its way back is that that we don't have to button our shirts up like we're a priest every day, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, because it, now yeah. if you have any any, it's down at all. You know, yeah, all that. Look, so look, look, that's just the second button. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, you go you, you go mean, right you and, go, and, and, and we've we've had such a generation of hairless men out there. I think we'd like to turn that back around. No, yeah, look, yeah. open that thing up and get you that gold eagle again and let it let it. Let it <laughs> Way. Let go it find its way. Go get that it. hair and bone gold and let it go. But anyway. Big old flat herring bone. Right. Herring bone. <laughs> Lather on Jovan Musk and let oh. it rip. But anyway, Gosh. so so I see people. Jovan Musk just smells happy to me. You know what I mean? It just smells of happiness. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's what that's what the female deer said. <laughs> uh, but I was I was noticing. I looked around and tank tops were everywhere. Huh. And I said, you know what? I'm, I, I may get me a tank top. Uh, and, uh, and sun's you know, out, guns no, out. Sun's out. The guns are out. Yeah. No. So I I got into buying yesterday when I was trying to do a little better. I forgot to bring my clothes oh, for my. for working out, and so I said I'll just find me something instead of going all the way home. And uh, and I went by and got me some shorts. And then when when I got down there, I had a t shirt that I found in my, my office, of course, because we have we have thousands of them. <laughs> and uh, and and one of the guys was like, "Well, you know our new." Shirts we got down here for for Godspeed our, our tanks. I said, "Well, I tell you what, I'll have one of those." <laughs> no, you did not. And and I worked out in a tank yesterday, and I, and I and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know what? I I look, I look, I got it going on. I'm I'm wearing. I can't wait till my wife sees me in this. I thought to myself, I said she'll be now, she'll be fired up when I was I get it home. just a tank top or was it what's commonly called the wife beat? No, no, no. This this is a tank top logo on the front. I'm wearing oh. I'm wearing a tank okay. top like you'd wear it out. One of them real skinny ones that the muscle guys wear that's got the almost like a string. Please no, tell me Blake no. took a picture of this. This Please. was this was a standard school, tank style. like the stuff, Greg, when you and I were in the great the band Silent Rain and we were rocking Panama City Beach and I was up front on mic number one, yeah. that same tank top I had on then. Yep. Okay, yeah, and, and so I had my tank top on, and, I, and now I knew that it would mortify my sons, and I was uh, thrilled oh, yeah, yeah. by that. And I said, "But I will tell you what, Sherry, she she'll be thankful." Um, I said, "You know, when I, when I come home in this, she'll say, I tell you what, you know, I don't know that I want that just anywhere, but uh, you're looking good in your tank.' I really did. I was excited about it, and uh, so I get home, and Sherry is in the laundry room. Uh, the laundry room where you come in from the garage, you go right past the laundry room. So you know, and I, and of course, and I look, I'm old up too because I've been sweating. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're shiny. Yeah, you got a little shine. To and you. so I throw that door open. I just stand there with my sunglasses on, hair everywhere, and just standing there rocking the tank. And she's go over, messing with some clothes. She turns around, she goes, "No, no, 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 no." All she was just saying was no. 
It just so it didn't look as good as you thought. Just kept saying no. No, no. Your name no. is? No. 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 Your sign is? I, I said, no. I said, what do you mean? I said, what, what do you mean no? My number is no. Yeah, well, about, what do you mean no? I said, I, said, I, I think this, this is. I said, what do you mean? I said, I, I used to wear a tank. She goes, you wore a tank when you were, what, a teenager? Yeah. And, I, and I said, in my 20s, Early too. 20s. And, and I said, the tank's back. I said, the only reason why I haven't worn them since is they went out of style. They're back. And she goes, it's not back for you. Do not wear, Rick. Do not wear that. I said. I said. I know. Is, is, is it too much? Am I? Is this like me flaunting? Is that? Is that what you're concerned about? She goes. It is not my. It doesn't. It looks ridiculous. And so I said. Well, I tell you one thing. I'm not. No way. Am I? I can't. I'm not taking it off to the boys see it. And she oh, goes. Boy. I really please tell me you're not going to wear that anymore. Where did it come from? And I'm like, what well, came from? It came from Godspeed. And she's like, we'll take it back. To where, do not take it back. Yeah, take I'm, it back. I'm like, no. I'm wearing it. I'm, I'm going to have a tank top. I'm, I'm going to rotate a tank top in there every now. Not when we go out in public. You're not. Do not wear that in public. I said. I said. Well, I just wear. You can, do, don't wear that, Rick. Please don't. And I'm like, well, that was kind of a letdown. Dang, and so, so then, wow. then, but then I see, then I see the boys pulling up. <clears throat> Here I come we out, go. I come out that front door, and I'm just standing there. <laughs> and I mean, they were howling and screaming <laughs> like that. And then Brody screamed, "So the sky's out, and we got we we got the guns out. Sun's yeah. out, guns out." Yeah. And I said, absolutely. And I said, I hope I hope your girlfriend's coming over tonight because this is what she's gonna see. And he said, Dad, please do not be in that tank top. <laughs> Keeping said, it on said, all I, day. I hope Cam Tashi's coming over. Mm-hmm. And and no, and then of course Brooks is hollering, "Dad, no, please, no!" And then then he finally went out. It's awesome. <laughs> so I, I I guess I am I too old for a time. You should have worn it today. Yeah. I was I was kind of fired up about it. <laughs> I, I didn't get the response. You quiet. I felt on that sun on them shoulders. It's been a long time since I felt that. Yeah. You know it. Well, you know now you, you can't get out in the sun. They're just you know oh, yeah. mortified. Doc- of any sun exposure. Doctors come and tackle you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know I did, I went through uh, back years ago playing tennis. Uh, went through a sleeveless run, but I, I really discovered I that, that. <laughs> that I it was that. that it was cooler when I had sleeves on just to you know block the sun because you boy you get that direct heat you yeah, build boy, up. Well, if good. I re- if I remember right, I don't know that I look good, Greg. Man, I, I thought know. you had it going. If on. I remember right, didn't we, didn't we go from tank tops to what you're talking? They were called muscle shirts. Oh yeah, we went oh, yeah. muscle yeah. shirts are big in the eighties. Yeah, they were they were sleeveless and I had tons remember that? of those. I did too. Mm-hmm. I think, Gary's still holding on. To I think yes, we should pass legislation that we make the twenties coming up. Repeat of the '80s, and we do everything like yeah, we did in the go. '80s. Tank tops and, and socks up to your knees. So no, t- I thought the tank was back. I thought it's back. Rick, maybe it might it is, be Rick back, but maybe people. it's not back for you. Okay. Bottom I of the think hour. That's what Sherry's saying. Rick. Well, no, she clearly said that. <laughs> Bottom of the hour. We'll be chatting with you at eight six six. We be big. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no 35 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show as we make our way back. Glad you're with us. Hey, lifelock.com. Uh, I know uh, when we start talking about identity theft and cyber crime, you know. A little anxiety raises, and you start getting concerned about it, and and it is uh, it is concerning. But we don't want to be you know too blocked by fear, and now we're afraid to to do anything. Uh, the technology that we are fortunate enough to have access to is unbelievable. However, however, uh, there's you know any criminals 
whatever we come up with, there's always a, a, a criminal element to it. How can criminals take something wonderful and try to get ill-gotten gain? Uh, all you need to do is just go get the most comprehensive protection that is available, just like you would, you know, like we talk about simplysafebubba.com, a, a security system. You need to have a security system for your identity and for your wireless device, and LifeLock and Norton Security, they've teamed up. They provide that. It's the most comprehensive protection available, proprietary technology uh, that you only have access to and protection from uh, when you have them. And it doesn't cost a lot of money. It, it, I mean, this is not don't, – don't be thinking you've got to go out and take a second job to be protected. Uh, and we'll get you 10% off if you use the promo code Bubba. So, so go ahead and use the same protection that we use for our identity, our identity and our wireless devices. Uh, you call 1-800-LIFELOCK, mention the code Bubba, get 10% off whichever plan you pick, or you can go to lifelock.com and use the code Bubba. Then simply go out and enjoy the technology while you're protected as best as you can possibly be protected. And if something does happen, at least you got a team of people standing by to help you. Okay? So there you go. Uh, so I think um, the, the conversation, you know, I believe the folks at Godspeed took a picture yesterday. Are you serious? And they have given it to Adler. Okay. And, uh, oh, yeah. and, and I think there is one shot of me in the tank. And uh, Adler's oh, Ad- Adler is, is in, in, in there. Oh, there, big Papa. there he is. There it is. I knew, uh, I knew Blake would do yeah, that. Yeah. Rocking, rocking the tank. Oh, that ain't bad. I, I was no. going to say, it doesn't look near as bad What's as I thought. What's wrong with that tank? It, I thought it, it was wrong with that skinny tank. Ones at the muscle guys. Yeah, right? what, what is wrong with that tank top? I want huh? it to be worse, I admit. I want it to well, be that, the, you yeah. know, like the muscle guys. The lighting is yeah. also favorable here. You got big back lighting. It's hard to see a lot of What kind of dance are you doing there? Look at that. I'm holding up a Russian kettlebell. Don't you? Doing, doing. Is that one arm? Yeah, what Russian snatches? Oh, it looks oh, like yeah. the heat miser sneaking up around you. Yeah, yeah oh yeah. And that's, <laughs> so I'm doing the the single the single kettlebell snatch, mm, which are boo horrible. Looks like but, you're in the middle of a dance. Yeah, I was. Uh, like your own brother. What if I put out an exercise video and it was saying to be somewhat fit? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> be, and all, and all it was called is, you, do you desire to do a little bit better than you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> nothing, no, nothing extreme. Just I have no bit. promises of any kind of massive makeover. How about a little bit better? Just a little better. Makes sense. <laughs> Think you're doing something. <laughs> you, I bet I could sell tons of those. Oh, wait a minute. This guy just wants us to do a little bit better. I'm in. Right. Uh-huh. All right. So I've got to ask the question mm-hmm. Will you ignore what Sherry said? And is this in the rotation? Will, will you For continue? I will, will continue? Con- I will continue to work out in it, and I will at times wear it around the house. Yes. <laughs> Now I will not be allowed to go out in public with her with it. But, yeah, but I will sneak a grocery store run in. With <laughs> oh, it. really? Oh, sure. <laughs> if I walk in Walmart, nobody even knows me. Yeah. It, it does feel different though when you're used. To, yeah, when you're used to wearing shirts, though, right? I mean, you, you I used to feel that with the I, sleeves. You, I will tell you this, Bubba. You just hit on it. Now, see, this used to be so normal to us; it right. didn't feel strange at all. Right. When I put it on, it felt very strange. <sighs> I wasn't prepared That's for good. it. I thought it was going to feel like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, like a, a good old pair of jeans like Zach Brown sings about. <laughs> but when I put it on, I have to admit, I felt for a moment like, oh, well, this feels this feels interesting because okay. you hadn't done it in, in, in so long. <laughs> yeah. You know, it feel free, feel freeing. Or it feel, did. But yeah. you know what Bubba mentioned a minute ago that I had not thought about when the sun is shining directly on yeah. your skin because part of that work starts outside. Oh, yeah. And, and when I felt the yeah. sun on my shoulders, I'm like, OK, that that comes on in there. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not under a shade anymore, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, but it was uh, it was funny. <laughs> so, so there it was. Thank you. 
I'm so glad he got a picture. You know of what that. I told him? Now that I'm gonna send back, yeah, I'm gonna use that as a poster. <laughs> yes, recruitment, <laughs> recruitment poster. <laughs> Want to do somewhat better? We're here. <laughs> you two can do somewhat better. Eight six six, we be big. Todd's in Birmingham. One zero four seven WZZK. Hey, Todd. Hey guys, let me uh, let me give y'all the whole look back in the eighties, and I'm a county county boy. Went to Welburn there. Okay. All right, I had some. Uh, five, I think there were five hundred one button fly Levi's Speedy. faded mm-hmm. holes holes cut all in it. Oh sure. Uh, the bottom, the legs were pegged. Blue Reebok high tops, a light pink no sleeve shirt, but it wasn't just no sleeve. It didn't have any material from the shoulder to the waist on both sides. Hair split right down the middle, feathered both sides, long in the back, rocking the look. And uh, Rick, you have inspired me. Now that was uh, I weighed 160 pounds when I graduated. Correct. That's the key. I weigh about a, <laughs> I, I, I weigh about a hundred and. 30 pounds more right now. Yes, yeah, it's, right. A, it's a different animal. It's multiplied. Yeah. Yep. Hey, listen, I'm thinking about getting, I'm going to have to get double the waist size jeans, <laughs> yep. triple the triple the shirt size, but I'm going to peg that out, put that on, get my hair just like it was, except for now it's short, thin, and got a hole in the top of it. <laughs> hey. And I'm going to go into my wife and say, date night, baby. Let's go. It Let's is go. date night. Look, look yeah, th- those sleeveless shirts were huge. And if you let it come down just a little bit, remember oh, that? Yeah, it's got to hang. Well, he had got to cut it way oh, down. Oh, yeah. Huh? Absolutely. <laughs> he, hey, he was headed out to an event in that outfit. Yeah, we somebody called the other day, and it was the day, well, the day you either left early or were gone about buttonfly jeans mm. and you had some, some incident with it because i think buttonfly jeans were the worst <laughs> it, but, uh, invention Did you have them ever. all when the incident happened on in Nashville? the way? The, I think so. Somebody oh, said you. Someone said you had an, a, a problem trying to get somebody, them. I think it was. Maybe was you just assume that's yeah. that you have. No, I, oh, Lee, I can't. They remember. were confident about it, and several people said it delivered. was when you had the incident, right? Because a yeah, button fly is awful. Tell me Terrible. when you're jogging in place, you can't well, get it open. Especially, you know, <laughs> you get a little older and you you decide it's time to go to the bathroom, and you 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 find yourself in a hurry sometimes. Yeah. Oh, by yeah. the time you get there, oh yeah. We ought to bring Try in to have to deal with those buttons. Wait as, a minute. As hey, a staff, hey. we ought to bring an 80s style back and stay with it and see if it catches. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, why not? I, I think I still am. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> yeah. well I'll take that back. I, We're I, dressing I, like that every day. I think we dress – I don't even know what you call what we do. I think it's just called neutral. It, I don't it think is. it has anything. It I don't think it has – there's no style to it. There's no – it's just – it's, well, it's just, called get dressed at four yeah. thirty in the morning. You know what I call That's it? What it's, called. it's effective. I've seen yeah. y'all at other times. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. We look kind of. I mean, I wear this same thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, you you wear church. <laughs> church. I, I mean, you, you can. Uh, look, I, I, I church this past Sunday. I wore a pair of jeans and mm-hmm. and, a, and a button down short it sleeves. Just right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we go to uh, let's go to Jason out of uh, Salem. I'm gonna roll my jeans this segment. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to roll jeans. Uh, how's, how's the weather there in Salem today, Jason? Y'all got like you like it? Pretty good. How about y'all? Doing <laughs> good. Yeah, a little little warm. But go ahead. I went to the biggest big man store in Arizona when I lived in Arizona because they were closing down. I felt like a petite man, and I stand six five and was well over four hundred compared to who was in there. No, I, I've and done I that. Tell it, y'all, yeah, go ahead. Tank tops should not be made in ten X. 
Can y'all hear it? I, I, I wish I could hear it. Tank tops can't be made in a 10X or shouldn't be. Or, shouldn't be in a 10X. Uh, I'll give you that. Yeah. 10X. Yeah, yeah. I can't understand that. Uh, yeah. Car cover. terrible. Uh, so, Somebody get him out of that well. But what he said is. Sorry, rescue him. The point, on his phone. The point he's making is everything, is, is, everything is relative. <laughs> Okay. If you if you want to feel better about your weight, there you go. Go into a big and tall okay. store. Now the tall guys, you know, the, 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 but there'll be some big ones in there. And when you realize, oh, yeah. I look like an Olympic sprinter. Yeah. In there. <laughs> yeah, I'm over in the small section. <laughs> yeah. When you go over there and they say, "Now our small stuff's over there," and it starts at three X. <laughs> I mean, you, I'll be over here. That's a petite. Aisle. You're feeling pretty good. You know, you you walk out there thinking, "Hey, right, you know what? I'm doing all right." Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Carter. And Coleman, 104.7 WZZK. Carter, go ahead. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. We're great. I got one statement and one question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, roll Tide <laughs> is my statement. <laughs> and my question is, how y'all feel about the mullets coming back in, baby? Well, those two baby. things go, go together pretty well. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, Carter, I'll say this. Because the last guy I saw in a mullet said the same statement you did, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Rick, let me get it out of the way early. That's road time. I got one statement one and one comment. My first statement is, I rotate. My second, my comment and question is, how do you feel about the mullet, baby? Now, now well, I'll say this. We've had a lot of hairstyles through history. I don't know of any of them that have the websites that mm. the mullet has. Well, and there is yeah. one, and, and again, I'm bringing this up because of my world, but Ricky Fowler, who is a professional golfer, has brought back the mullet. When, and the coach at LSU. And in yeah. this world of professional golf, it looks very strange, but he's out there rocking it and not not ashamed of it. You yeah. ought to pull up the – it looks ridiculous, and I wish he would fix it, but he's sticking with it. Look, listen, I, I, guys, we can't really say anything. Everything comes back into stock. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. So we, except well, the, and in this except world, the Hitler mustache. you got to well, understand. <laughs> that, <laughs> that one never – Rick, yeah. picture it. He's dressed to the nines. And the name Adolf. He's <laughs> yeah. dressed to the nines out there and, and wearing a mullet. Well, I've got a guy right in line with this that I go to church with. He is amazingly successful. Sharp, sharp, successful business guy. You know, and I'm talking about – and he he is he's not. I hate when people call something a mullet that's not a mullet. Yeah, his is a one hundred percent, totally certified <laughs> mullet, and he will not change it. And says the fact that it is he's he's like Trump. The fact that it's a big deal to everybody has just galvanized me. <laughs> I, 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 I will I will go even harder into the mullet because it now it's become my thing. Uh-huh. You know, I'm the guy with the mullet. And, uh, and it's a beautiful mullet. Rick, from mm-hmm. email right quick. Yesterday saw a man in his 50s, mustache, curly black mullet, <laughs> sleeveless shirt, blue jean shorts, long socks, push down, white Reeboks. He checked all the boxes. <laughs> he really did. 50s, still in the 80s. Do you believe we've almost hit a time right now in whatever this period of time will be called that there isn't a style? It truly is whatever. Kind of. You know, However, whatever style you want to land on, go ahead. I can bring back the horseshoe mullet. I don't know. I'm, I'm just telling you. The old shower <laughs> curtain. That was made fun of even in the mullet circle. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Ow! Wacky world. Ooh, baby, it's making me crazy. It's making me crazy. 
a Texas woman was banned from her local Walmart. Now you have now to think what about what in the world do you do to get banned from Walmart? Do you realize what level you have to go to? It's not from what she was wearing. I guarantee you. Yeah, no, no. yeah. that's so true. That's so true. <laughs> like I say, whatever I've got on, it'll work at the mart. Yeah, it'll work at Wally World. So, uh, and I will not be the worst dressed person, no matter how what I have on. Nope. Uh, this woman is in trouble because she went over to the Walmart bakery and began to eat a cake. She ate half of it, and uh, and and when the people at Walmart went to her and said, hey, you've eaten half of a cake, you're going to have to pay for it. She only wanted to pay for the portion she ate. And they're like, well, well, you, you, you've eaten the – we can't serve the rest of this cake to anybody. Yeah. You and, bought the whole cake, lady. You just chose to eat half of yeah. it. Yeah. Bubba, Let me don't, ask you this. Don't miss she, this. Just after 8 p.m. Hmm. <laughs> how did she get uh, and i'm trying to think uh, maybe i'm thinking more of a bakery but mm-hmm. how did she get access to it or well, they, I, yeah they have them wrapped you know what i'm saying that little you know, yeah. i think here's what i think it was you no know, no so she had to tear the box open to get to it right? well, yeah. here's what i think yes but i think not the box here's plastic thing yeah remember this sometimes you have the ones like you're talking about that almost under security right but right. then they'll put tables out in front right. oh, okay. and they'll put cakes with you. just the plastic yeah. thing over the you top of it well you go. i mean <laughs> we're gonna have to start putting putting cakes behind locked glass like we do razor blades it says she i mean have you ever seen that i mean and lithium batteries yeah I mean, you got to have the launch codes to get a uh, get a shave nowadays. Yeah. It's really crazy. Uh, she entered the bakery section of the store, and then, as we just mentioned, proceeded to eat half of the cake while walking through the aisles. So she took <laughs> it with her. Mm-hmm. She yeah. started walking well, around. I've done that. Before yeah, I have too. And, and paid I, for it at the I end. I save the wrapper of the box. I'll, I'll get a soft drink sometimes yeah. if I'm thirsty back here working. You know, on my Walmart. May I suggest one for you? And I do this quite often. No one has ever gotten more on board for something that I think is completely ridiculous, and I love the person that sold it and came up with it, and they deserve from the large community a round of applause. The person that has convinced everybody that drinking chocolate milk is as good as doing yeah. any of these uh, replacement yeah. drinks, mm-hmm. that it is actually good for you after to, a workout. After yeah. a workout. I don't know what no, fat, I tried to sell that when I was a kid. I didn't get anywhere. I, did, I don't know what fat person got that through, but yeah. I just want to say for the rest of us, nice thank you. Job. Thank you. So what I'll do is I'll grab a chocolate milk and drink it as I go through the store. And it's oh it's good. But but on that I topic, I always milk. thought you wasn't supposed to drink milk like out when you were hot because it, it wasn't good for no. your stomach. Bubba, or let me go back to again. Who so I don't know who did I know. It. Do I you know. and I really believe that chocolate milk's a great replacement no, drink? I think but people somebody, just drink chocolate but milk. But somebody yeah. sold no, I understand. it. Somebody sold it oh, and, yeah. I, and, and and they got me. <laughs> they so, got does that, me. so does that mean ice cream is good for you too as a yeah. replacement? You know what? See that, that it, I guess wouldn't, so. it, wouldn't that just be melted ice cream? Mm-hmm. You're probably not gonna find that in your in your <laughs> health plan. I mean, would you? You're probably not gonna find <laughs> that in the health plan, but why it makes as much sense, doesn't it? Uh, I mean I'm just asking. What is it that, that now? So there's uh, let's get some. So if tr- I tear down a pint out <laughs> doing something, is that good? I mean, am I got well? <laughs> I'll bounce back do you, now. Do you want me to call? Let's call. You want to call somebody right now and say straight up chocolate milk? Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, that. Well, what's the deal? Yeah, and is that the same as ice cream? So she said when she was caught eating, "I'm only going to pay for what I've eaten." <laughs> now Walmart found that to be unreasonable well, because she's now me. she's now ruined yeah. the cake. They had to call the police. Wichita Falls police were called to the Walmart, and um, uh, at, at the register, she she wanted half off the cake because, again, she only wanted to pay. And they ultimately came down and said, look, either pay for the whole cake 
or you're going to be charged with theft. To go to the Poco. And she paid. Mm-hmm. Now, undoubtedly, Wichita Falls Walmart is a place we need to all put on our Walmart destination because you know how on all these stories it says click here for a similar story? Look, look at the story underneath from Fox 46 there. A similar incident took place at another Wichita Falls Walmart early in the year when another woman was banned after police say she rode around the parking lot in one of the electric carts while drinking wine and eating oh. a, a, from a Pringles can. Mm-hmm. She, filled, <laughs> she filled up a Pringles can full of wine and was driving one of the electric carts around the parking lot drinking it. She's cruising. Yep, wouldn't get off. What is it with Wichita okay. Falls Walmart? Uh, so wait a minute. I'm confused. Was this... The cake is different from the ice cream liquor, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. The ice cream liquor is a whole other. Wait a minute, where's the ice cream liquor? What are you talking about? Where's the ice cream liquor? Ice cream liquor is a bluebell story. That's a totally different story. He's talking about at this Walmart. I know, I know. You also had this lady on this little. I don't even know about the ice cream liquor. And we got an ice cream liquor too. Oh, took yeah. the lid off, took a big L- lick off. She's of licking them and then in. putting them back on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, back to well, chocolate milk. Can I just tell you this? Because this has been bothering me too. It says mm-hmm. cho- this is from a health deal. Okay. Chocolate milk contains no more sugar than unsweetened apple juice and only a very small amount of caffeine found in na- found naturally in cocoa. Its balance of protein and carbohydrates makes it an ideal post-workout recovery drink. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, so it it also contributes to the health of your of our teeth. My gosh, throw that in there. Chocolate milk's a health drink. What is the difference in chocolate milk and ice cream? I mean, it's got to be a big difference. The sugar goal goes back to the sugar. So, chocolate milk doesn't have sugar. Guys, y'all need to watch sugar than unsweetened apple juice. There is a, a fruit juice. There yeah. is a documentary on Netflix called Fed Up. What? And it's all about the sugar. It's all about the sugar. Sugar's uh, what's getting us. Sugar's a great thing. Did you know that sugar is also what's killing us? Well, you know, sugar you, up. you know that, that, that sugar <laughs> like Whaley Tater. You know, you know whose favorite food is sugar? Cancer. Yes. Yeah. Cancer. Did you ever take that pause right. yes. to throw it on you? Did you, did you ever throw that time in? Yeah. I leaned in. See, you, you know who likes sugar? You know, you know who loves to eat sugar? Cancer. Now where'd you get that? Club? Go yeah. watch the no, documentary. Right. It's scary to death. You won't have sugar at all. From the doctor. Doctors hate a lot of sugar. Yeah, but this sure is good. Mm-hmm. And see, this is where you got to be careful. There are some fruit juices you think you're doing better. No, no, no. This, this is what this documentary outlines. Yeah. Fed up. It's crazy. All these little bars and stuff we eat, they're, not, they're full of sugar. Rick. They tell you they're not. Oh, I, I know just what can't. About to say. I like the ice cream. I mean, the chocolate milk, but I can't Rick believe it. Bubba. This is Phil Robinson out of Duck Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. Six minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here today. Catching us on all the different platforms. You can get all the content of the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, our interns today in Rick and Bubba University, Diesel Dixon and Jimmy 92 Tron. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussett. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for the wonderful opportunity to do so. Uh, all right, so um, this, uh, I, I guess, Bubba, uh, if Rick, you, I'm worried that Speedy's nauseated. Yeah, that's right. And Dally Speedy was saying the word nauseated. He, he was uh, saying it like nauseated. 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 
You know, and when you get real nauseous, he was saying it, and it's fine. And I, I mean, wasn't even going to say well, anything. And of course, Greg well, brought I it gave up. him three. I gave him three. Right. He he said it twice, and I said, "Okay, one more." And I'm saying something. <laughs> right. He said it again. I said, "All right, I've got to correct him." Okay. <laughs> nauseated. Gave nauseated. I gave you two. Nauseated is actually morning sickness from a pregnant woman. <laughs> nauseated. That's right. <laughs> That's what he is. Yeah. Uh, so and he was serious. Going, you know, when you get real nauseated, <laughs> so passionate. <laughs> I didn't even know I was saying it wrong. <laughs> Uh, the reason uh, I've said it three times is because nobody listens and you have to say it that third time for <laughs> no, somebody to finally true. get it. Yeah. But I didn't know I was saying it wrong. So Let me tell you one thing. And, and Bubba will say this place amen. place to kill you. Bubba will say amen. No, Bubba will say <laughs> amen to this too. So Let me tell you something about this group of people. They will not hear anything you're trying to tell them unless you say something that's a mistake. Oh, then that they, they never miss. Then they lock in. I mean, then they lock in like tearing meat off a bone. <laughs> you're right. The jackals have been released. If you're speaking perfectly, they, they'll ignore <laughs> they completely you. Completely yeah. ignore yeah. you. They're like they didn't even hear you. Listen to this one here yesterday. Talking about Hamzy. Had a little PTSD this morning from it, I think. I think it did. He, he told us to make fun of him, and we did, and we went too far. <laughs> How would you ever and, tell this group, y'all make fun of me? They don't need to be told that. Well, he said, I'm going to say this because I know y'all can go ahead and make fun of me. Right. And I thought that meant make fun of me. So we did. We piled on pretty. Why well, would you make that statement? And we, and in we this probably room. carried it an hour longer than. It That's like telling a pit bull it's okay to bite me. He already is hey, going to. Got it. I was excited. Had a good weekend. Rested. Did a lot of things. Helmsy wanted to do. Came in, fired up yesterday, and left with my tail between my legs. <laughs> and came back just in like, still Gosh, I was like, man, I'm glad it's only a three day week. <laughs> did, did you? Uh, did you follow Bubba's instructions to the to the one again? Did you follow Bubba's instructions to Young Adler when he joined the team? Never let them see they get to you. Go off oh, in the no. woods somewhere and cry your eyes out. Yeah. Yes, and then come yes. back like right. nothing ever happened. Good word. Um, <laughs> he was talking about how great an actor Les Miles was. Oh, here he goes. I just said he did a good job. I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> He's nowhere near the actor Lavar Ball is. No, yeah. no. You're talking about the greatest father of all. And time? I never said that either. I said he was a good dad. I mean, and he is. He's a really good dad. This one. Right, let's just, let, let me tell you what Greg's fuel is. Anything that he can get on. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> that is the air that he breathes. <laughs> you talking about the shark on the dead whale? Oh, yeah. I think for Greg, the chum in the water. I think for, I think for Greg these things are like therapeutic. Like when people say, "Well, this is what makes me feel better." I think that's what makes Greg feel better. Oh, I was so happy. When he was saying that word wrong. I, <laughs> I know you couldn't just, wait to crack. I, you about tore your neck because you turned so quick. Quick, get a picture of baby Ellison. There's chum in the water. Hurry. Um, well, at, at one time I wanted to say, do y'all see me? Am I invisible? Because I, I I was talking and nobody was even. It's like I wasn't here. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we were just concentrating on that one word. Right. So you get louder and louder and louder. You know, hoping someone will. I know. Love can it. I can I give you a heads Speedy, up? Cause, you, cause, you take the you take the worst end of all of it. Yeah. Oh, historically, I'll say that. Yeah. And I, I feel bad. Let, let, let me go. Not that I did it, but I feel bad. Makes me nauseated. Let me go into this because I've, I've discovered. <laughs> I've discovered here. Okay, let me just be clear. And look, so just a great bunch of guys. We've had a, we've had a, we've had a great team, and it's great. I love coming to work. I do. But here's what you need to understand: if you've had to say something three times, it means the the crowd is not interested. Yes, you're right. Yeah, it means, well, they don't mean, know. They haven't heard it. It's what yeah. you're saying. I mean, because sometimes it's pretty important. Y'all mean, about to go it, back on air. It means and the, talk. It means it means this. It means a they've got things they want to talk about that is beyond what you want to say. Uh, they're not interested in what you're saying. 
or there's something on their mind that has to do with food, and that and they want to get to it, and they don't want to be d- uh, distracted by what you need. And I've just realized oh, y'all are not interested in about ninety percent of what I. One of my favorite things because nobody listens. One of my favorite making weird sounds. One of my favorite things is to hear a member of the show say, "Y'all don't care from the distance," and see the other person walking off and ignoring them. <laughs> y'all don't care. And you, you know go, what that really is? Don't. You know what that is? Uh, confirm. <laughs> Oh, there was one time Bubba asked me how Tyler was doing, and as I was responding, I heard the bath door, bath door room, bath door door close, bathroom door. Damn it! What that was? The bathroom what door closed, and I heard like he was using the bathroom, and I was like, and uh, and I never looked up, and he just kept. Well, that was one. That, that was one of those things that are small talk, and you're thinking, oh goodness, they're going to answer me. Yeah. You know, it's like that time. Hey man, how's the kids well, doing? Yeah, don't ask. Yeah, I I remember that. No, no, it happened to me. I told you, I've told this story for years in the grocery store, and I was having. On that day, it was just one of those days where I had a lot on me and I had a lot going on and I had a lot on my mind. And I, I, I was I wasn't feeling that great, and I was just trying to be appropriate. And I and I looked at the person says uh, hello, and I said, well, "Hey, how are you doing?" And she goes, "Do you really want to know?" And I said, <laughs> "No, I don't." I said, "I, I just said that because I thought it was an appropriate thing to say." Yeah. And uh, and she goes, "Well, I appreciate you being honest because I was really about to go a litany of things that that, that I then I said, "No, nah, I really don't." No, that's just we some say. days I do. Some days I'm like, "Yeah, I really do." But in this particular moment, I'm just making small talk. Mm. Yeah, you're passing by. Yeah, and that's okay. I mean, that's just that's just honest, you know. So <laughs> the you, you know, know and, and, and maybe Bubba it. wanted to know how Tyler was doing, but not as much as he needed to go to the bathroom. He right? wanted to know, maybe but he wanted to know in about two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted, he think, wanted a good. I think I think on that particular story, <laughs> you said you said he's doing really good. And then and I, I, what, was I breathed, headed, and I was headed to the bathroom, and there was a quick pause. I had and, to breathe, and, <laughs> and then you, then you decided to expand on the story. But I had already shifted gears to I'm going to the bathroom. I, no, 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 it was he's good, <laughs> and and then <laughs> then I heard kaboom. Well, obviously, I had to go to the bathroom. You did. This yeah. was the same guy that left his friend in the hall that day. Don't yeah. Oh, yeah. That, the brother, guy who that, traveled that, that an hour and a half to get here. <laughs> that was hilarious. Is, is Bubba still here? Where's Bubba? Um, We're supposed to go eat. I don't remember that. Bubba, I, that, that, I, can, I have to say I was a witness on that one. That one did happen. That was a breakdown in communication. Yeah, I mean, but, I and he was right. standing by your door in the corner. <laughs> And the door was just, what was just so, so locked. What was so sad is, is he thought Bubba had shut the door. Maybe he had to make a call that was personal or whatever. And I said, hey, he's not in there. Yeah. <laughs> he's, well, he's waiting on His face when we said, no, Bubba's already gone. That <laughs> face that yeah. came after that was like, oh. Oh, wow. I had a long drive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. It happened. No, it did. We were, it we were meeting somewhere happened. else. And I thought he was gone or something. I don't Bubba, now, I know that does uh-uh. feel better. No. But that's not what happened. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't remember. Now, you know what it might have been? I'm not trying to be mm-hmm. mean here, you know, because right. that's not my nature. But but <laughs> it might be that, you know, I mean, sometimes it's wonderful when somebody gives you a surprise visit. But a surprise visit means you might have already had something you were doing after the show, so you no, think the, the visit only involves the time we're here. Oh, I, I think we were meeting to go somewhere or something that day for something. I don't yeah, remember what the deal was. Yeah. Well, it was a very confused face yeah. when, when I told him that you had already It left. sounds confusing, the yeah. whole thing. He right. thought we were yeah. making fun of it at first. Well, he yeah, thought we were kidding. He, he thought, thought, it, you know, he thought yeah. it was a prank. That's yeah. we're pranking. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And, uh, but, he thought no way Bob actually left. <laughs> right. 
And uh, I, I told him, I said, do you not, you, you, hey, you don't notice that this smell? This segment's about speed <laughs> right, in his speech. Right. <laughs> I said, you don't notice that smell in there? That's Bubba's rump. That's Bubba's rump. He threw it in everybody's face <laughs> on the way out. Yeah, Y'all are trying to do a turnabout here. I said, the only time I've seen him leave the, the area that quick is when Tyler was uh, was getting an update. <laughs> I, here's what I would like to do How about that as a staff. world CEO, huh? I think we need to do something. <laughs> I think we need to do something as a staff. Rather and I mean jail? this. I mean this. Right. All right. You know, we came up with one place show to know that mm-hmm. hey, we're you're, we're serious. We're not making everything. fun right, or whatever. Yeah, right. We need a code word that we say when what we, we need to get information to somebody and they actually need to listen. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. if we say, I don't know, I don't know what the code word could be, but that's an alert for whoever you're talking to to pay attention. Okay. Because there's sometimes there's that, meaningless that, chatter, and I'll give you work. that. But there's sometimes it could be a guest, it could be a story we're doing, mm-hmm. and we're trying to get information, and we need everybody now, to pay attention. Now, we'll announce serious business every now and then. We'll go, guys, serious business. No, that's just, we no, get that every now no. Y'all, I was going to say, we're deaf I was gonna, nobody pays attention. Yeah, I was going to say serious business and even straight up, but we've tried those. Those don't that's work. I'm thinking it needs to be something like, cuckoo! Like, you know, something like, meh. Or, or what yeah, about, something what, like that. No, what about bingo, bingo? I like okay, that. Okay, all right. I like it. Bingo, bingo. Yeah. All right. Hey, I guys, like bingo, bingo. Okay. All right. That means like come that. out of your phone or your laptop. And we're, look. we're used but to responding to that. It better be good. Because it's going to be one of those things that two months down the road, if you're doing it too much, people are going to start yeah, going no, no, it yeah. must be. No, yeah. point, I, matter of fact, we've all had the You fr- can't cry bingo. It must be critical to the next segment on the show. We've all had the friend of the acquaintance. <laughs> like a guest or something. That gives you the double call back to back, and you call them a few times to do that, and what they're talking about had was not a double-double right. double call. Right. It's got to be serious. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. 21 minutes past the hour. Programming note. Rick and Bubba replay on 4th of July, 5th of July. A best of Rick and Bubba show. All of us back together on Monday. Uh, All right, as uh, we make our way back, Bubba, I hate to play this theme. Today in your America, we go from one extreme to the other. Involving patriotism and uh, the American flag, right here on Independence Day week too, Bubba too. That has to sting a little. Uh, we'll start with one end of the spectrum that is negative, and that is Nike. And now they have dropped the Betsy Ross theme Fourth of July sneaker. Now this is Not the, the Betsy Ross. Theme. Oh yeah, it, it had the Betsy Ross flag on the mm-hmm. on the heel of it, which had the. It was the stripes and then the stars in the, the original circle. Fight. Yeah, thirteen. Mm-hmm. It's a good looking shoe. That is a good looking shoe. Yeah, if it didn't have that racist symbol on the back. So yeah, now, wow. now they will not do it uh, because uh, they um, they say that uh, former quarterback Colin Kaepernick uh, felt the use of the Betsy Ross flag was offensive, offensive, and to Bubba's point, carried with it slavery connotations. I didn't really look at that flag and think go there. Did no. y'all? No, because the you know, I'm going to call that kind settlers. of a stretch. Because mm-hmm. if you go with that logic, um, you, you you can't have anything that represented our country prior to yeah the Civil Rights Act, I guess. Uh, the but same. then they're still not happy with everything because we were protesting. Yeah, where do you then. draw the line? So is there no American flag you can have with anything? But Nike's got him on the payroll, right? I mean, they yeah, pay they him. Do. He's so. an endorser, yes. Um, I, I'm like, you. where, I don't where, know where does how, it stop if you go there? I mean, 
I mean, I get it if they were trying to put the old stars but, and but bars being, on there. But being an endorser, yeah, well, we're not talking about that. Being an endorser for uh, for Nike, though, is that is that kind of being a sellout? Because aren't they? I mean, they're an evil corporation that That's makes true. money, right? Well, they they uh, right they they called it um, uh, sweatshop, but they're paying him some, so it's okay. Yeah, so. I was about to say. I wonder if Colin has any issues where some of these shoes are made, and 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 what are the conditions there? Yeah, the plight of that. Probably not. Tell me that $140 pair of shoes that they got there. Right. So it, it is Kaepernick. says he's a Nike endorser. He reached out to the company saying that he and others, oh, not that word, others, uh, felt the Betsy Ross flag is an offensive symbol because of its connotation to an era of slavery. Well, see, but if you – I just if, don't put that flag with that. Right. If you look around, I, I can see – how you can, you know, whether we agree or disagree, it should be. There's there's the way things may should be, then there's the way they really are. Right. Whether we like it or not in the South, the stars and bars have been tied to evil yeah. things because evil evil it. people have taken it, whether it's right or not, and made it uh, their symbol of racism, white supremacy, and we can't ignore that that is a fact. Whether you think it should be that way or not, or that wasn't the original intent or whatever, um, even on its best day, the the rebel flag, the battle flag, is tied to an attempt for us to bust up the Union uh, and to declare our own independence. Now, you can decide whether you think that's good or bad. Uh, but I can see where people would say this does has been associated in a negative way with negative things. I, I think it's naive to say otherwise. And, again, I'm not saying the way things should be. I'm talking about the way things really are. Yeah. And if you want to blame anyone, blame the people that use that symbol as part of their racist point of view. But when you get to the original 13 colonies and Betsy Ross and the Declaration of Independence from an overzealous government, um, you you can be mad that that time in history featured slavery, but it did everywhere, and not 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 just not just here or not just in the colonies, but yeah. but, but in, in other places as well. And slavery is evil, and and finally our country decided we believe that, and other countries did as well. But Betsy Ross's flag is not really tied to slavery. Well, it's, we, it's really more tied to the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, yeah. We, we've Which often was why they were here, re- releasing it this week. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We've often talked about it's great to remember your heritage, but don't let it limit your future. And I think right. we're kind of getting in that area right now that we can't seem to do anything because we're worried about mm-hmm. what happened a long time ago. We we've decided some of those things that went on were wrong and shouldn't have happened, and everybody admits that. But I don't think that we can just blanketly not act like the country existed prior right. to, right. you know, the 1960s. And you can't go back to there and look at that through today's right, right. spectrum. L- lens, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And you can't. It's, yeah. it's, it's the, too there was world. nothing about the 13 original colony flag that said this is a celebration of slavery. No. The, it, all it really was tied to was here's 13 countries that are being Declared, set up by yeah. England – who's trying to expand their empire to a new place, and that new land has decided we don't want to be tied to a king anymore, and we're going to declare our independence. So it really isn't tied to slavery at all. Uh, if, so, so and, and here's the other question. Let's go. Well, they the, fought against the British. That, you know, that yeah. wasn't what they were fighting for. Right. Let's go to, yeah, since the British was doing it as well. Let's go to, yeah, right. let, let's go to this. Let's go to capitalism now. Do you guys believe that Nike has offended more people by not doing the flag on the on the sneakers than they would have if they'd left it on there. I do. I, honestly, I don't know that anybody would have been offended by it on there if it had not been brought up and made an issue exactly. because nobody really 
I mean, most everybody just wants their shoes, right? Yeah, I th- I think no I, one would have thought I, it. I think I would have looked at a 4th of July release Nike-themed red, white, and blue sneaker and saw Betsy Ross's flag on the hill and thought, no, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that anybody other than someone who wakes up every day looking for something to be racist to them would have, right. made, would have made that same call. But that, he, are there he, masses he, of people that are – You have to hunt for that. Well, think about how many people that got passed in the meetings at Nike. Right. I mean – Good point. That's a lot of layers of mm-hmm. of and, of right, approval, and, Nike's and, not, and it was going to the stores. And, and Nike's they said, not known, send them back. Yeah, Nike's not known to be some evangelical conservative group. No, uh, no. that it, that is concerned about being sure we don't offend anybody. Uh, In today's know, climate, they looked at this very closely. Yeah, before and, and they put back, it out there. And don't forget, Colin Kaepernick is no longer a quarterback. His business is pointing out things like this. That's what he does. Yeah, you're right. That's his purpose. That's all he's got. Right. You're right, and he has to do that so he can keep his, his name his, out there. His I mean, name, he's got to have some kind of controversy. His name's back. Again. We're kind of fading on the on the kneeling. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. seen that. We're kind of ignoring people for kneel. He's got to have something. Well, think about this. All right, think about this. And he's proven today that his celebrity in his own mind. You know what you can say if you were him. Uh, you know, Colin, you're not a big deal anymore. I'm a pretty big deal. I just made Nike mm-hmm. recall an entire line of shoes they made, and they were mm-hmm. already out. They were already being delivered to the shelves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I will say this. This is a costly uh, rollback. Is Nike going to now live their life wondering what Colin Kaepernick thinks about everything they do going forward? Well, uh, they've pretty much given that power right now. Right. And, you know, the, the prediction, I think the stock dropped originally when they had their ad campaign with him, but it actually went up once it all settled down. Their sales yeah. went up 31%. So I guess they're weighing I, – I, but it, so it can't be about people being offended. Now let's say that in June they released a Nike tennis shoe that had a rainbow on the back of it and it had pride underneath it. Well, that would be offensive to a lot of people who have a worldview that says that violates God's standard in my faith. Would they have catered to that if somebody brought that up? Unless it was Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I guess so. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. I know that we'll be grilling a lot come this Thursday. I mean, this is when the this is when the rookies even get out there. But I'll tell you, the first thing you need, the first step, if you're going to be grilling a delicious meal is to have a delicious piece of meat in, uh, to grill. You can't uh, – there was an analogy one time about chicken salad, but I won't use that today. Uh, butcherbox.com slash Bubba. Uh, if you would like to have a high-quality meat to put on the grill, and you can customize the boxes with all the different cuts they have. They have over 20. Uh, it is the most delicious chicken and, and pork the way it's supposed to be. Uh, their sockeye salmon out of Bristol Bay, Alaska, had that last night. And it was fabulous. Had that with a little zucchini last night. It was just really, really good. Um, and it, it, you, you'll you'll love the flavor of this. Uh, so also, don't forget too that uh, they have the grass fed, grass finished beef that is fabulous. Uh, right now, if you've never ordered from butcherbox.com/bubba, we're we're giving you in, an incentive to try it. Uh, new mem- new members get free bacon for the life of the subscription. So you're as long as you're a subscriber, you're going to get free bacon, and the bacon's the best I've ever eaten. You get twenty dollars off the first box. When you sign up at butcherbox.com slash Bubba, and the shipping is always free. So go to butcherbox.com slash Bubba or find that link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. And if you're already a subscriber to butcherbox.com slash Bubba, then you're ready for Thursday. So the other end of the spectrum. So 
Colin Kaepernick has now become the person who will decide what products Nike can put out and what, what products they cannot <laughs> based on whether he's offended by them or not. Well, now, on the other end of the spectrum, when it comes to flags. Do you think that, though, that he could be offended before they make them all and have to pull yeah, them off yeah, the shelf? You're right. Yeah. Why don't you all run this by yeah. him before you make a bunch of them have to eat them? Mm. By the way, what's going to happen there is there's going to be a lot of people in a third world country that will wear those and and uh, the, it'll still have that controversial flag on the back. Well, I was going to say, I wonder what they're going to do with them because he'll probably demand that they be destroyed. And well, we'll can... have people who are shoeless all over the planet, and they're going to pile them in a landfill somewhere. Yeah, they were going to wear them with the Golden State Warriors NBA championship shirt. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Why, why don't we at least, Colin, would you be okay if we gave these to people who don't have shoes? <laughs> Even with the controversial Betsy Ross flag that I know really is standing in the way of the advancement of anybody. But anyway, now on the other end of the spectrum, Camping World CEO. I'd rather go to jail than yield to the to city to the city in the American flag controversy. Now, this is the Camping World giant American flag in North, in North Carolina. We got one right they, down here by my yeah, on my twenty head Atlanta's we, bigger. We they, do. They have big flags at all their stores. I think yeah. they do. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a staple. But in North Carolina, they say the size of the flag. Uh, is bigger than the city ordinances allow, and he must make a smaller flag or take it down. Now, he says that he is going to lean in and is willing to go to jail to keep the flag. When he looks at the statute, he says, it says as long as it's not impairing someone's health and well-being, it's not a big deal. But the statute does include in well-being being a distraction to people on the freeway, and they say his flag is so big that it could be a distraction to cause accidents. Uh, well, Rick, again, I think how close it is to the road right. and all that. I don't know. They, if it is a real danger to traffic, we all understand that. But I don't know that it could be any more distracting than the reader boards they put up over Thank the you. interstate. Yeah, or uh, just or the billboards that are put up. Alexander Shinar is out every mile. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. It sounds like there may be more to this. Now, if it really was a hassle or a danger, we could talk about it. But I, I don't know. This sounds a little. I mean, if Cracker Barrel seven miles ahead don't distract you, <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, here, you ever <laughs> notice it's always a number like seven, nine? Oh yeah, they never. We'll get you ready. Always an odd number, it seems. But but here here's the thing about that, to you, to all of your points. How do you prove that the flag is more distracting than all the other things you guys have mentioned? Yeah. yeah. And, well, now the, the state will come back and say, well, because we said this is how big a flag could be, and you've exceeded how big it can be. Well, or do they think people are going to just get hung into a stare? I mean, you just glance over. To me, it's easier to see than anything. Yeah, well, and, and, and it's it, a big old flag. And, but, from the picture, it's not right on the interstate. I mean, it's back. They act like it's flapping down and flapping the yeah, cars. Yeah, if it's yeah. going to hit an eighteen wheeler <laughs> as it goes by, but it looks like it's on the back side of the lot there. From if it's from like the one that by, or, by our interstate, it's mm-hmm. nowhere near it. Or no. let me ask you this: Is it possible that he is in a sanctuary city for flags? Oh no, no. Okay. could be. Huh? They declare it. that he could make his business a sanctuary business. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is where big flags come to have sanctuary. Yep. Because they're being they're being discriminated against. Yeah, big because flags all over the state. Everybody says that they're too big, and mm-hmm. maybe he identifies his flag as a small flag. That's oh, true. That's it right. We got to look at all the possibilities. Right. He doesn't see it that right. size. Yeah, I don't see a big flag. To me, that's a normal size flag. That's how, that's I, how, see how I see it. And that's how, how I, I see it. I know measurement has nothing to do with it because it's how that's, I feel about. That's how I identify. And how my flag. I identify. There you so. go, Bubba. And, and if Colin Kaepernick shows up and says the flag is offensive, he says, "Well." 
what flag would not be offensive to you because it may identify as that flag. Yeah. Uh, so, right. uh, so, oh, it, yeah, so, but I will say this, he's doubling down. He says when veterans show up at the stores, talking about all the camping worlds for flag raisings. <laughs> and when they come on Saturdays and do their veteran rides and they weep at the bottom of the flagpole, that's the conviction that I need to say it's not just going to come down. I would rather go to jail. He he's not gonna take it down. Boy, Marcus, had a baby. Well, he should challenge the ordinance, and it'll uh, work its way through the legal system. Yeah, because he, I, he can get it overturned. There's two sides to me here. There's and, there's the patriot side, but but it clearly does say if that if it is a law, he's he needs to abide by. You're, you're, well, break, he, you're he breaking admits, a law. He admits he, he's yeah, breaking the ordinance right. as it's written. Yeah, and it's not an immoral law, meaning you don't right. really have a higher ground. Meaning well, you're not you're, you're not asking. <laughs> well, he's not saying you can't have an American flag. You just can't have one this big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I agree with the with the ordinance, but right. I'm like you. You probably need to work to change the ordinance. Yeah, well, yeah. there's look a little grandstanding here gets you some stories there you out go. there. Too. Absolutely, yeah. get you some views um, of the. Prophet. He needs to turn and, people on the city see, council and get it changed. And see, he would, yeah. have which is what he's be, doing. He mm-hmm. would have to be prosecuted to have standing to challenge this in a higher court, and that may be what some yeah. of this is. Well, he's using. He may be saying, "Take the bait, city, sue me." He's doing. <laughs> he, he's doing his because he own. can't sue him if he hasn't been, you know, wronged. You he, can't sue somebody. Based on what might happen, yeah, he's doing his Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, and I'm trying to put pressure on the city right. council to change yeah. this ordinance. Mm-hmm. And and from their standpoint, they would probably lose this as as it went up. They would probably be wise to give him a waiver and move on and get out of the headlines. Bill, which is what he's hoping for. Bill in Mississippi. Hey, Bill, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey guys, um, I think y'all got more research available real quick than I do, but. I think this same CEO guy, Camping World, about a year, a year, maybe a couple of years ago at one of these inaugural football games they start off the year with, Camping World, Old Miss was playing, and he made the comment that he didn't want one single Trump voter to ever shop at Camping World. Not to step a foot in there. Mm, I, I don't know that he would ever. He's a capitalist, man. I don't know that he would ever that, say anything I, like that. I thought, he was, very, tr- I thought he was a Trump supporter. Well, even if he's not, that would be stupid. Well, we'll try it. We'll, we'll look at that. Like you said, we have resources. We'll, we'll find out whether that's true or not. Uh, I would be surprised if it's true, but maybe, maybe. Anyone with a business that makes that statement about anybody right. is just not um, a very good businessman. All right. Um, but we'll look at it and see. Bill, yeah. I'm look, on. if I was him, I'd sell Colin Kaepernick a camper if he wanted Absolutely. Him. And yeah, Trump and everybody in between. Oh, yeah. I'm on Snopes right now on the fact-checking of that and uh, – and to see, I, the, the link is low. Are those not – the ones by us have changed to Gander. Are they, are they selling out Camping World? Gander hey, Mountain. I don't really know. Yes, Gander RV or whatever now. We continue. John, Birmingham, 104.7 WZZK. John, go ahead. Hey, the guy last, last caller is absolutely 100% right. Y'all check the facts. This guy absolutely said it. He said he didn't want a dime of any Trump supporters' money, that they were all racist. So he's just trying to counterbalance all the bad results they probably have received in the last two years. Oh. I don't know what their corporate numbers are, but I imagine they're not good. But this guy is a hypocrite, just like most of the left-wingers are. So check it out. It's absolutely uh, true. But that, that that almost seems to be – I'm reading where it says that he didn't target President Trump supporters as such. On Snopes, but he appears to have directed comments at supporters of Trump response to events in Charlottesville. It was based on a specific event. 
in Charlottesville that he wasn't out there saying, hey, don't go to my stores if you're a Trump voter. That's just what this says well, in Snopes. So, so I guess, what did he say? He didn't want anybody who well, it doesn't give details. had something to do with Charlottesville? What is this is, about? you know how the, the Snopes will do a fact check. It says, Camping World CEO Marcus Lamonis didn't target President Trump supporters as such, meaning did he not tell them to shop, not to shop at his stores? Okay, that was the comment the guy made earlier. And the question is, did the CEO of Camping World tell Trump supporters not to shop at his stores? Camping World CEO Marcus Lamonis didn't target President Trump supporters as such, but he appears to have directed comments at supporters of Trump's response to events in Charlottesville. So yeah. he did, he didn't. It's one of these gray areas. Correct. Yeah, he yes, said something about the Charlottesville, and people are taking that particular statement. He didn't say, hey, if you voted for Trump or you're a supporter, according to this, I don't know. He said the, I tell you this, con- I like the guy's show, The Prophet. He said the it's consumers really who are in favor of what has been said about Charlottesville protests should not shop in his stores. That's what's true. What's false is he did not say that anyone who supports Trump should not shop at Camping World. So it is confusing. When he says protesters, what what does he mean? Protesters of what? Protesters that I don't know. Protesters don't know. against the police. Are you uh, talking about the white supremacists that were? Are there? you talking about the white supremacists that were there? Is that what he was trying to say? Yeah, he and probably pe- wishes he wouldn't have said anything at all. <laughs> right. All right, let me see if I'm, I'm going to try here. Really? When, when, when all this came out about Charlottesville and Trump's quote that I will say he was absolutely unfairly um, accused of saying that he supported white supremacists, that is not what Donald Trump said. And I can be very critical of the president when there's truth, but I'm not going to stand around just to make everybody happy and act like he said something he didn't say. He said not everybody that was protesting, you know, the – what was going on for, her- with, for heritage reasons? For heritage reasons with the South and the monuments. And Correct. All this. It weren't. It wasn't not, just white supremacists. Not, not all these people no. are bad people. And no. What he meant was not all of them are white supremacists. And of course, only the left would say, "Oh, so you say white supremacists are not bad people?" No, that's not what he said. What he's saying is some people have a feeling about the Civil War, the Rebel flag, and the monuments that are not white supremacists. They're not bad people. Of course, only the left would tie that into that means and they keep, keep yeah, repeating, yeah, yeah, and they keep exactly. repeating that over and over Same again. Same thing with the border, state. and that he said all these protesters yeah. are not bad people. Well, I guess Camping World guy got up there and said, well, "I'll tell you one thing: any of those people that were out there, meaning the white supremacists, that have that point of view, I don't care if they ever come to my business." And then people said, "Oh, he was targeting Trump supporters." Is that does that make sense? Probably. Is that kind of where this has landed? He also says on his Facebook, Rick, that he understands there's different options and opinions on the American flag lawsuit at his store. He said his goal is to have the code changed at the federal level, which means you'd have to be sued and work its way. Which is why he's doing this. Yeah. 13 minutes to the top. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's eight minutes now to the top of the hour. All right, so first, let's get clarification. I think we now have why these people say this about the CEO from Camping World. Flag, flag aside, I think we've got that all kind of pretty well figured out. It, it appears that in the past, when Trump, uh, that when his opponents said that when Trump made his comments about the Charlottesville protesters, uh, that he bought in to the propaganda of the left saying that he's saying that white supremacists are not bad people, and he did say, which is a little more tied to Trump supporters than we first thought, if anybody agrees with what President Trump said today, I don't really need your business. Yeah. 
So it was tied to uh, to supporters of Trump, but it's tied to him buying the left's vision and version of what they thought President Trump meant, not what President Trump later said he meant. So he right. was angry that Trump's it'd – be, it'd be like him going – when everybody said, well, Trump said that uh, not all the people trying to get here from Mexico are good people, which means everybody trying to come through our border, he says they're all a bunch of murders and racists. He's a racist. He said there's murderers, there, all this stuff. And that guy going, well, I'll tell you one thing, anybody that agrees with what he said about immigration, they're not welcome here. Hmm. I mean, so he did say that. So that, that I think that's why the callers were saying that he made a statement to Trump supporters. He really did. Not not a blanket statement, but if you right. agree, if you agree with what he said about Charlottesville, which means he buys the narrative from the left or did at the time. Yeah. So there you go. And that's what Snopes said too. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. But the way they were so, doing it, they but, were kind of like I, now I get it. I didn't understand yeah. it, but I get it now. Yeah. So that's uh, I wouldn't agree with his statement because I think the president explained what he was talking about, and I understood what he was talking about the first time he said it, but in politics. You know, if if you don't clarify everything exactly the way you mean it, your uh, opponent will. Your opponent, yeah. your opponent will de- will will but, define it for you. But I think what's so uh, intriguing, so or happen. at least it doesn't fit the normal profile of things, that for him to have said that about Trump, he's also very patriotic and wanting to fly the flag. Now, yeah. most of the people who would say that about Trump had rather kneel and burn the flag. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't really go together. It, it seems like I'll go to jail over the flag, and anybody that agrees with the president's not welcome here. That that does not go together. No, Th- those two. You're, you're taking. You're messing your whole audience. You got a confused audience out there, because you're you're not really. Because you're right. Normally, you wouldn't see that. Or is this his way to try to repair that? I don't know. Greg said, "Oh, Gander's taking a lot of their lots." So I don't. Yeah, know. I think he bought he bought man. Gander. Oh, did that's he? the thing. Yeah. He, he buys a lot. Now we all. Know. I don't think he cares what yeah. people think. Really, I think he's just out yeah. there doing business and just kind of goes with the flow. Right. Well, he, this flag and thing so, makes so him he, a little bit unique because yeah. most of the wealthy, well-to-do yeah. companies that we always laugh that they try to demonize the very system that allowed them to be wealthy. Yeah, right. Those people are not very patriotic at all. I mean, they're liberal what, in, in the way that they see the world. Now, you know, like it, Apple would be an yeah. example. I mean, I don't think Apple's going to make some stand for the American flag. Uh, so it, no. it, it's odd to me that, that that he would say that about Charlottesville, and, then do this. And he hosts at Camping World a lot of veterans' mm-hmm. rides, and mm-hmm. they start at that flag. I mean, he he you know he does a lot with that. So that's what I'm saying. It really doesn't match up. Are we, are we confusing him being patriotic and supporting veterans versus him thinking Trump was racist? They're two different things. Well, I guess to him they are. The, but when they I'm, are two different things. But normally you don't see the overt patriotic people anti-trump usually the anti-trump crowd is anti-patriotic yeah but is he, he anti everything trump or just the charlottesville the charlottesville thing which but but here's the thing he's buying the narrative the left of what the media was pressed right pushing. he said but here's the thing he did to, at least to, at that time yeah, right. to, yeah and maybe he's trying to correct that but but to bubba's point most of those veterans that weep at the pole the bottom of the flag Never thought Trump was being a racist. All right, and they, they, would, they understood what he was saying, and they would be offended by anybody else saying that he was. So, or they wouldn't care yeah. uh, one or the other. But uh, so, look, I understand the guy. What the guy said, if everything's correct, anybody that supports white supremacy, I don't want their business. I think we all can get on board yeah, for that. Sure, yeah. I sure. hope we. I hope we can. Sure. except for white supremacists. Hmm. But but when the president was simply saying, not all these protesters, what he what the president should have said. 
and I, sometimes I wish I could speak on his behalf, what the president should have said is, hey, I hear what y'all are saying, but there's some people out here that are protesting the taking down of the monuments and the removal of things from the Civil War who are not white supremacists. That's what he should have said. Yeah. Not, not all these people are bad people. That's what he meant. But you, now you've opened, you didn't explain yourself in detail, so now your opponents, even though they know that's not what you meant, right. they got they're making hay with. They have something they can make. He should have yeah. just said, "Some people who don't want the monuments torn down mm-hmm. uh, are not white supremacists. Right. It's not just white supremacists that have a problem with us uh, revising history." And that's what he should have said. Yeah. But you know, it's easy for me to say because I wasn't in that moment of emotion when he just threw something out. Right. You know, from the stands, I get everything right. <laughs> but but you but but you wish that that, that could have. Did Adler ever get him a camper? Didn't he want a camper? Speaking he wanted of camper one world? bad. Well, he said now he didn't know whether to buy it from Camping World or not. Yeah. He didn't know whether the guy's patriotic or hates Trump. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to get one of them show enough good. Ones. Yeah, and let he me be one of them and, and vans and be, that Bigfoot made, couldn't yeah. get in or something. Mm-hmm. And, and before I get an email, let me be clear. I understand. There he is. I was just kidding. I understand that there are people who are extremely patriotic who don't like Trump. Yeah, absolutely. So that 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 those two worlds can't right, exist. Right. Yeah, but you just that's not the the norm. Don't see a lot. of what you see in the media every <laughs> right. day. You don't yeah. you don't see a lot. So my wife and I um, we rented an RV and went to the Grand Canyon. We right. talked about that. That's the whole Sorry America tour. The last mm-hmm. podcast, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And okay, so it, Camping World here in town had that exact one. My wife and I. This was like six months ago. We're sitting at the Camping World table. And like they, they even had like the paperwork in oh, front of us. Oh, you were that close. Uh, we were that close. I even took that to a mechanic to get, in him, hand. to get him to check it out. Did the did the checkout and everything. Let's get it. And uh, somebody bought it out from underneath us. So oh. that was like six months ago. But we are renting another one, a four by four. We're going to Yellowstone in like two Rick weeks. And Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness. Faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again. To give the people what they really want to hear. And not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Seven minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. From the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Team Rick and Bubba on the field and ready for a brand new hour. Was the time I tried to kill a man just for looking at me wrong. Anger so strong I couldn't stop myself. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all in the mix. Eddie Van Adler's got the YouTube option. Hello, Tubers. Howdy, Tubers. Hey, Mama. Uh, Watching on the YouTube channel live or archived. 
Also, Rick and Bubba University, Jimmy 92-tron, and Diesel Dixon earning their degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Just get him on the field. Bill Bubba, hey. Glad to be here, Rick. Thank you very much. Everybody say, I told the devil where to go. As we start the hour, Wacky World, this is well. A look around the wacky. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. It's making me crazy. And every time, every time, every time. Well, Bubba, we have the first picture now available of an Oxford graduate. And, I, Greg, I wonder if we went to school with this guy. I don't know. You know, you and I graduated from Oxford. That's right. We're course, highly educated. Of course, it's Oxford High School in Alabama, probably uh, not where he's from. <laughs> uh, he was sunbathing and had a miracle escape when a frozen stowaway body hmm. plunged 3,500 foot from Kenya Airwaves, one of their jets, and landed only three feet from him in a London garden. Wow. So you're out there Great. trying to get some rays. All of a sudden. And a frozen body Good. that froze to death, I guess, in the hubs. It's a stowaway, the, yeah, in yeah, the wheel Where hub. the wheels yeah, are. Yeah, they, and when those it's wheels. It's cold up there. What are you thinking? And the, the frozen body falls down and lands three feet from you. Good night. Man, what was that. that? My gosh, it's a frozen body. It is. Uh, so they now have a picture of him. It was in the garden of uh, of the home where it was there at Oxford, or he graduated Oxford, I should say, the home where he was staying, and uh, and it was um, it was a nine hour flight from Nairobi, and it was approaching London. So I guess this is when it let the wheels down, mm-hmm. and it let the wheels down at about thirty five hundred feet, and the body, I guess it was inside yeah. the wheel, mm-hmm. had froze to death. Did did no one? I mean, you, I mean. Don't isn't it pretty well? You don't have to know about aeronautics or anything. Don't don't we all kind of know that it gets real cold up there you when when planes get up at forty thousand feet? That we're pretty <laughs> cold. <laughs> uh, you you can't survive there. Not for long, Rick. Rick. Yeah. So he it caused uh, a crater where it hit. Well, yeah. If you if you're a human popsicle, yes, that's weird. Yeah, if you're a human popsicle falling from that yeah. kind of height, oh, you, you're yeah. gonna make a hole. Guys, I want to bring I, bring it in. You're the guy. You're chilling out, all of a getting some rays, and the last thing you're expecting is a frozen body is going to come flying down. Think how long it takes you, you to realize. That? Think how long it takes you to realize, and your mind to comprehend what has just happened. And then, not who, sure why. Who do you call first? I know. I mean, yeah. Who do you call? Ghostbusters. The police. You want to call the paramedics? Uh, I just but, had a body land in my yard. But mm. I go back to your original statement that started the whole story. What does it matter if he where he was educated at? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, but does that have anything to do with the story? Well, you know what? Why do they? They anybody from that goes to Oxford? They you, they're sharp. Wait, they got to put it in everything. They did you right. show that footage again, Adler? That was just my mouse. I was just pretending. Oh, I, I started to say, <laughs> we have footage of the body <laughs> falling. We had footage. I got footage. I got to see it. Well, he's an Oxford grad. Mm-hmm. Well, you're right. So <laughs> Adler was doing his own animation with right. his mouse. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it? Is it? The, is it the? I mean, is this the same thing where we have to always tell somebody, tell you they're a Rhodes Scholar? Is does that, same thing? Yeah, does that mean that, well, he's got to be telling the truth. I mean, my gosh, he graduated from Oxford. Wait, can I tell you what I took? See, when I first saw it, and you're right, because I think it, I don't know why I have to know that, I thought it must have happened at Oxford. But yeah. then when I realized, no, he's an Oxford graduate, he's just out in the guard of a London home. 
Okay, so he's not even at Oxford. Why, why do I got to know about Oxford? We don't have to know his background mm-hmm. of his education. But Greg, how about this? You know, what, when's the next time an Oxford graduate is going to see a UFO? We haven't had that, have we? Mm-hmm. Well, no. I think they were just trying to, you know, let Get you know who you were dealing with and, you know. Getting all the facts. Now, Adler, did let's you tell it, me journalism's missing a lot? So let's if they put too many in, let's <laughs> well, not you know, be careful. Well, you know, Grand. Adler, did you tell me the day before, or earlier in the day? I can't remember that there was a kids' party. At, at, yes, right where this happened, the day before, a child's party, a, ki- a kids' party was happening there. So he could have landed on top of a bunch of kids out there playing something. Good night. <laughs> What okay. did he do? What was I, I don't know. What right. was that? You know what killed me? And we do stuff like that, like it's sharp. Well, you know, a day before, well, it didn't fall that day. Right. So it really doesn't matter. Would have been What's that going to do with anything? Would have had quite a story. According to Alice. The yeah. day before. Well, I'm, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what? It didn't come into play because it wasn't there. It yeah, the guy before. running the kids' party was an Oxford graduate. Absolutely, he was. I can Absolutely. I ask you this, guys, based on this, this is interesting here. How far back did the kids' party have to be before it's part of the story? I know. Two days? Do we still say it? it only, only two days before? 20, I think 24 hours it's in the story prior to that. It, it's a non-fact. Not 48. Mm-hmm. No. You know, two, hey. da- you know, two days no. prior. It doesn't it's have a day before. No. Yes, day before. Yeah. If this well, guess what? The flight earlier. didn't come over yesterday. The guy was probably right. still alive in the plane at that point. Right. Now, you give me the birthday boy just left, and it hit and landed on some of his Now gifts. you got it. Now I got it. Or something. let's say they have one of them bouncy castles out there. And it bounced off of it. Yes. Now you got the hardy stories. Oh, it had gone right through. And then he woke up. But you're right on the on the Like the guy in the bear cave. Right. It was a complete farce. Did, right again. Did we update that, by the way? <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think Rick, I'm tired of being right so much. Let's let well, it go. I think you're as tired of being right as Trump uh, is of winning. Now I'm running, Rick, now I'm running the score up. All right, let's just I, leave I think it we're waiting for the dust to settle on that story and you know, make sure we got the right version the third time through. Right. Apparently, as of this moment, the story we did at this time of day, it was, on the show. When did we do it? Thursday or Friday last week? Mm-hmm. About no, the, no. It's when, whenever you were out. You did, yeah. we, when were you out? Wednesday? When printed it. Yeah, the, the allegation Let's see. that was made that a bunch of dogs went in a cave and found a man that a bear had Thursday. broken his back and, and Put him up. severely injured him and hauled him off into a cave and had him laying there for, for a snack when he got hungry and he'd been laying there a month, that they, apparently that story was fabricated false because a doctor saw the person and said, that is my patient that I'm trying to treat and people are taking footage of my patient and, and, and tying all different and kinds of tragic to stories to it. Because when we talked about it, we were like, ah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I remember you saying, there ain't no way. I, I was right again, but again, I'm tired of running score up. I'm going to set this one out. Right. So, because I'm going to pretend like I believed it. I remember because that got us into the discussion about the Revenant, the movie. Yeah. Exactly. That's okay. Yeah. And Greg said that he didn't think the guy could survive. And people, even people started I just te- said, let's be easy on this before we see if it's real. Yeah, I it, can't even find it in show. Greg did question that it was real. Either. People start saying, how did he live with no water for that amount of time if he can't move? People came up with some things they thought he might have been doing, but you'd have to be ha- taking in something to produce that, I would think, for a month. And um, so the story had some issues with it, and apparently, as of this moment, it is not true. It was a made-up The story. last report we had. So so there, there we go. Crazy. But uh, the guy was uh, – I forgot what he said he was suffering from to make him look that way. Like he, he looked I mean, the part, uh, by the way. I mean, was, yeah. um, what's your skin condition? That's the truth behind the story Eczema? of a man left looking. Something like, yeah. Okay. Some, I mean, boy, it's a severe case. I okay. suppose this guy had bigger problems than that. Well, why, why, was, why was he like a skeleton like I he hadn't eaten anything? He didn't take care of himself. Uh, Todd in Birmingham. Hey, Ted. Go ahead. Hey, Todd. Hey, guys. I don't know if y'all remember or not. Uh, back in the uh, kind of late 70s, at Bynum Elementary School, I was in the first grade, 
and they were training for the Armed Forces Day, and the uh, uh, yep. paratroopers were jumping out and landed on the basketball court of our playground. Yeah, his parachute uh, the guy didn't open. His chute didn't open. Oh, uh, now, I now, I was actually in class and don't recall if kids were out there or not, but, you know, that's, that's a pretty big deal. That's a pretty big, uh, uh, you know, you're six years old and folks have to uh, explain to you why you can't have recess that day. Ooh. I remember when that yeah. happened. Oh, you really, yeah. That's rough. Yeah. I sure do. Yeah. But, you know, you were, you were bringing up the Oxford graduate thing, and I started thinking about it. A lot, a lot, let's say that the body had fallen out of an airplane near Gary. Okay. They wouldn't have said Gary Vines, a Clanton High School graduate. Right. And, and former Little League football coach. And former Little League uh, football and baseball coach said that he was sitting out <laughs> trying to, hey, I was just trying to have a glass of tea. And sitting out there with tricks. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 22 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866. We be big as our number. Uh, check the Rick and Bubba store. Uh, click on store there at rickandbubba.com. Some, uh, some cool items have been added and will be and are continuing to be added as we got some new ones out there. Look for the some new hats that we have available. Uh, we've got uh, a new uh, water bottle that's really cool with Team Rick and Bubba on that. The new Making Radio Great Again t-shirt. Kind of, a, kind of a throwback look to it. Kind of your game day. A lot of colors. Really cool looking shirt. Uh, so shop all the new stuff that's now available in the store at rickandbubba.com by clicking around all the different categories there. Uh, all right. So uh, we, we need Adler because um, Adler needs to do our theme. Uh, we're, oh boy. We're, we're about to do a space story, and when we Here play we the go. when we play the recording of it, uh, they, the words it, so we can it, all it, it keeps right. flagging us on YouTube, uh, not letting us play this particular song. <laughs> and and um, so, do, do, so we'll, we'll say four, three, two, one, and you sing. What, what, or do you uh, want to say that part? It's uh, uh, it's Ground Control, but it's not by David Bowie. It's it's Ground Control by who again? Who is it? Ground Control to Major Tom or whatever? Uh, yeah, well, it's it's like well, a tribute a, to a that. There's a song yeah. called Ground Control to Major Tom, but that's not the one we're singing. Right, but right. Th- but this one still references it in yeah. some way, like it's a tribute to it or something. Right. Yeah. And, Greg, you knew it. You, you, you know did. what I'm talking about, Greg. Greg you're, you're you like, it come is, on, Greg. You're the one that came up with this. I, I can't remember. I know it's not. Ah, yeah, right. Come on. It's not ground control to major oh, Tom. Right. But it's called something <laughs> like that, like ground control. Uh, or, it's uh, it's major Tom parentheses. I'm coming home by Peter Schilling. There, there, we, go. Go. there you go. There we what, go. Peter Schilling has some history, too. What was his deal? Do you remember? Yes, the story but on I that? don't remember. Isn't he a DJ or something? I wish you hadn't said anything. I wish you hadn't said anything. I think DJ is right, by the way. I think he was in Dr. Hook. Okay, it's four, three, two, one. <laughs> are we doing it together? Or are you no, doing I think it? we should do it together. Tell us the. Help me. It's four, four, three, two, one. Right. Earth below us, drifting, falling, floating, weightless, calling, calling home. I'm gonna sit this one out. No. All right, Helms, you're, you start us off. Helms, get us. Okay. All right. All right. Who's Peter gonna Schilling. count us off? Who's gonna count us off? Peter here? Schilling. Yes. All right. So and, and what and what is it called? Hurt me. It's called Major That's good. I don't even think y'all need me. Floating that sounds so Okay. All right. Who's Can you who's give ca- me a minute? Okay. Right, I'm getting the I think we up. need to send, sing it as Rick and Bubba Carey. I'm getting the lyrics up. All right. My, the lyrics are up. I'm ready. All right. Oh, wait who, a minute. Who's going to count us off? Three, two, one. 
<laughs> it's four, three, two, one. Four, three. That's good. Greg. I was, okay. no, I was yeah. counting us all. I said who, not count us all. All right, here we go. Who? Four, three, two, one. Earth below us, drifting, falling, flowing, wayless, calling, calling, home. Wow. Oh, that's that good right so there. so good. That was horrible. How about it doesn't start with four, three, two, one? Are y'all reading that, or is that just me? No, you're no, right. If you go to no, the it song, does. Does it, no, it says it in it somewhere. No, no, no. The, the recording has that, but if you pull up the lyrics, <laughs> well, it gives you this. It gives you this dialogue before it ever gets to where the oh, part, the part we had. And Dally, and we're starting the chorus. Where's four, three, two, one? At? But there, there's a there's a, a group of lyrics before that is yeah. referring oh. to the major chom song. Okay. Well. And and so you have to get down to the chorus four, three, two, one. Yeah. That's where we're at. Yeah. So that's what we use. That's so, all I was saying. So, but what's our space up there? The well, Rick, uh, it, you know, in typical government uh, fashion, at times, uh, <sighs> the original videotape recordings of the Apollo Eleven main Me? landing. Uh, were lost. You may remember they were looking you know for them because they were fake. Uh, <laughs> guess what? They were bought for two hundred and seventeen dollars and seventy-seven cents at a government surplus auction by a former NASA intern in the seventies, and now could raise up to two million dollars when they're auctioned off later this month. So some intern ends up with the footage. Why would no. you auction off the footage? The Unrestored, unenhanced, unremastered tapes are described as the earliest, sharpest, and most accurate surviving video images of man's first steps on the moon by the auction house. And they auctioned mm. them off. I mean, they're, they're going to. I they're mean, going. but originally, this guy no, it, ends up it, with it. Yeah, it was in a government sale. He bought them in a box Why with a lot of other recordings Why, on it. Wouldn't you put that up? You would think it would be held in a special place. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. here is the thing. I'll take 217 no. for it. We, we, we <laughs> talked about the other day why the video was so bad on the Apollo 11 versus some of the later ones. But this is recorded on two-inch, what we call quadruplex tape. Watch we used to it. use it as a TV station. But it is old. There's very few players around that will play it. But it is extremely good quality. It, it makes a very good picture. Um, but it's just hard to work with because of its size. So that has been bought. Uh, it was bought then. The guy didn't even know he had it until he started looking through some of the stuff he had bought back in 78 when NASA announced that they were looking for the footage, but they had lost it. Oh my and God. he realized he had it. Greg, the picture you walk into the surplus, you got some interns saying, are y'all selling this stuff? Yeah. I'd I, I like to have that, that videotape stuff you got No there. way it was supposed to be in there. I'll tell you what, I'll no give way. you 270 I'll give you 200 bucks. Yeah, how, he, about, how about $215? How about 270 Like it said. Yeah, yeah. Rick, he bought 65 boxes of this two-inch reel-to-reel tape, and he found this one with it marked on there. Wow. Uh, he went and had it played by a video production house, and they said that it was uh, extremely good, in good shape, and you know they have used that to uh, to to put it to, and they digitized it, so they did make a copy of it. Um, and now that this is going to be auctioned off, but this wow. this tape, you would you would be hard pressed to find a, a quad machine that would play this. I think about that place, and I forget what they're called, and I hope they'll advertise with us soon because I'd love to talk about it. Where you send all your stuff to them, oh, yeah, and they yeah. send you back yeah. e- whatever you want, that. either DVDs or drives of it, yeah. 
And uh, can you imagine, let's say you have footage of in, on two inch from the original landing on the moon of Apollo 11. <laughs> right. Send that to us and we'll digitize it yeah. for you and send it back to you on the drive. And as we hmm. talked about before, if we really you, if you miss that, that oh, the, yeah. the quality of that, uh, that video was not that good to begin with because of the way they were having to send it back. And they had... So they they'd think, never done a TV shot from the moon. It, it took a little work to get it dialed in. So It did. That day that you were telling us, too, I mean, you went on and on about it. You really had it down. I, I mean, it cost you that shirt. I hadn't seen it since. Yeah. Had it had multiplex it, you know, on a 1.2 gigahertz. When we come back, back yeah. all 10 lines are available. You yes, can, band. You can talk about anything you want to. This is our, our first phone troll today, and it's wide open. You make comments. You ask questions. No shameless plugs. No meaningless shout-outs, but any topic, any question, any comment, all 10 lines are available. You can get in right now. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Lines are available. And we're about half full, so half of it's available to you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. If you want to talk to the Rick and Bubba show, it's your turn. Long Diesel Dixon, along with Jimmy 92-Tron, handling that, lining up, ready to go. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer gets you. Your time on the program comes to a close. We move to the next call, unless you garner one of the two timeouts that are available. Uh, while you're getting lined up and getting ready to go, and if you dial now, you will get in. You will get in. Well, I'm going to point you to MyPillow.com because the promo code Bubba right now is going to get you the best offer on these incredible pillows. The, this has never been offered at a better price on radio or TV than right now. Mike Lindell said, Rick and Bubba, go ahead, $34.99 per pillow. So if you've never tried the MyPillow and price was a concern, it's now at the best price that it's ever been offered. Now, that only works with the promo code Bubba by going to MyPillow.com or RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. To the phones we go, Spring Garden will get us started, and the caller's name is Cade. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Them phones are trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Hello, Cade. Go ahead. Hello, it's the same kid as yesterday, and today I wrote my question down on a notebook. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> go, I like Cade, it. Go. I like it. So it's about the American flag at a camping store. Mm-hmm. Why would they want to take it down? Because if you go anywhere else in the whole country, it's fine. Nobody really cares. But that <laughs> one place, it's like being picky about food. Yeah, well, North Carolina, you're right. They're not not all the places where Camping World flies their giant flag have the same ordinance. Uh, but for North Carolina, for some reason, and as Bubba mentioned, looks like that ordinance is going to be challenged. How about Cade with a good delivery? That was good. Cade, Cade did good, very clear. Very, Cade very, took very, yesterday. Good he analyzed it. He cleaned up mm-hmm. the rough edges. Mm-hmm. Come back again with a better deal. I well like done. It. I like it. Good job, Cade. Our harvest is standing by, and Mike is the person. Mike, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Morning, David. Hey, buddy. buddy. Uh, listen, earlier y'all were talking about the uh, speedy pronunciation of the word nauseated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, well, if someone is sick to their stomach or sick at their stomach, like we say in the South, uh, that person is, is said to be nauseated, but would they not be suffering from nausea? I think if you suffer from nausea, you are nauseated. <laughs> right. Well, that's uh... <laughs> I, I, I guess, but I thought it's all nausea. I, I, I'm nauseated. I, I, I can't That's put enough effort into it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't you, know what you mean. But, but you said I'm feeling nauseous? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we, by the way, there's no worse. I don't can I tell you with this? There's very few worse feelings. I feel on the like I got to hurl. There's how about when you've got when you to have nausea is a terrible feeling. Oh, no. Shut your day. Oh, now. I hate it. Yep. Uh, we continue traveling. Let's go to David and Hoover, 1047 WZZK. David, go ahead. Hey, guys. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. So, undoubtedly, when Frenchie gets to go visit the lake with Bubba, he'll get to meet all the neighbors, Gus Malzahn, Bruce Pearl. <laughs> and from what I understand, after his first College World Series appearance, new neighbor, Butch Thompson. So, I hope he enjoys it and learns more. <laughs> so good. Have a good Should be big. That's good. That's good have, you, have you seen the hilarious conversation between the three of them? And all of a sudden, it gets to him and says, hold my beer. Have you seen this one? No. All the three coaches are standing around. You know how Auburn got put yeah. out of the of the World Series, and they're all giving their terrible stories about what happened. I went to the Final Four, got beat by whatever, and it gets around the baseball coach, and it says, hold my beer. <laughs> like he's about to tell the street. believe this We continue. Larry, out of the great state of Florida. Larry. Larry, go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey, I finally met a guy who says the earth it was not round, it's flat, and we did not land on the moon. Mm. And one more, when you see jets flying over the vapor trail, that's not vapor, oh. that's poison to control our minds. Yeah, no, no. trails. Yeah. You, 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 we call that the trifecta. If you get a chemtrail, <laughs> no land on the moon, mm-hmm. flat earth, you, that's that. Got you something. That, Elvis we, still alive, throw yeah, him in there. Oh, yeah, sure. Tupac. Tupac. <laughs> Biggie. <laughs> yeah, I, I just. Rick, just don't spend energy on it. Today. Just take the call and say, "Hey, yeah, sure. yeah, I just don't have anything else to I, give to that." Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh boy. You know, let them spend their own time with that one. We continue Huntsville, Alabama. Speaking of rockets, Matt pictures, standing pictures of the stuff on the moon we got now. Yeah. By the way. Good morning, guys. Hey, Matt. Matt. Hey, I got a question. I caught the tail end of the uh, Peter Schilling song, the Major Tom, mm-hmm. and that it gets shut down on YouTube. And you may have covered this, but I'm just wondering, why does it get shut down? Because you play other songs, and they seem to go through fine. But why that one? Well, I'll tell you why. Well, that's a fine. great question. I'll so. tell you why. It's like somebody saying, now, who's your lawyer? And you say the name. They go, oh, this is going to go well. Who's your lawyer? And then you hear this name. You go, oh, gosh, this is going to be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. The, some of the, it's according to who these artists belong to. And uh, some of the publishing people, you know, it's a whole new world. You've got some people that are still trying to hang on to the old way. That's your BMIs and ASCAP and all that. They're still kind of in the old world. Well, a new bunch has come forward and told the artist, you're getting robbed through these other technology. You're getting robbed on the streaming. You're getting robbed on YouTube. You're getting robbed on podcasts. So now they've said, come join us, and we'll go out there and get yours mm-hmm. no matter where it's being played because your old publishing company doesn't understand the modern technology. And that second group is a lot more aggressive. And so if you, it's, it's really just how aggressive their group is. Yeah. And Adler's given us some artists that he goes, say, stay away from these. These don't seem to be. The funniest one ever is the time that Bub and I had to acknowledge that we had played Mr. Lucky Bed Music. And it was we we were we had a stop on that, and we we had to tell the the our response our case was this is actually us, yeah. So, uh, but we have a publishing company that gets the Rick and Bubba stuff and this. You know, they try to get us paid for you know all the different uh, what's it was all those different things out there the streaming stuff. Oh, you got Spotify your Apple Music, all Spotify, yeah. all those different things. So, yeah. so I mean, they're, I'm glad they're doing their job, and I think people should get paid, but. We we got to find some way that you can actually give a license like we do on the others, and it be over. Yeah, that, that's that's what a blanket. License. I don't mind paying the artist for the use of their stuff, but I'd like to be able to do like we did with ASCAP, BMI, and the other, and say, 
here's what y'all want us to pay. Here's the license agreement. It's done. And now our podcast, our YouTube, and all that, we now have the rights to it, just like we do on radio and TV. All right. Uh, we continue. 866. It's not a user-friendly setup. It's not yet, no. No. Uh, let's go to uh, Todd in Birmingham. Yeah, Todd, Todd. Todd, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, slavery is evil. There's no doubt about that. But it's existed throughout history with all races. And we didn't start it in America. Uh, and the uh, slaves that came to America, most of them were already slaves in Africa. I personally would rather be a descendant of a slave that was in America than a slave that stayed in Africa. I would tell Kaepernick and Nike to read a book. All right. There's Todd weighing in. Thank you, Todd. David, back up to Huntsville. David, go ahead. Uh, Todd's calling. Hey, good morning, guys. Oh, Monkey grass. Hey, buddy. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that very much. And you know what? Hey, our, our David number is pretty high, too. Oh, they're way up. <laughs> All right, go ahead, David. Hey, do you guys remember a movie back in, like, the late 90s? It was called Con Air with Nicholas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a scene in that where Dave Chappelle, they, they kick him out of the airplane, and he falls frozen onto this couple's hood of their car while yeah. they're playing Simon and Garfunkel, The Sound of Silence. It's hilarious. Yeah, I forgot all about that. You're right. That 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 is that is a great talk about the classic Con Air. Heather out of Auburn, listen to us on I ninety two. Heather, go ahead. Hey guys, Green Acres. Thanks hey. for the call. Hey, good call. What's on your mind? Hey, I hate to uh, take the mood down a little bit, but I was wondering if you guys had seen the um, the new information they released about the crash for uh, Rod Bramblett and his wife. Yeah, yeah. We, we covered that earlier. Yeah, we, we did it. If, if you're listening live, it's been a few hours ago. But, yeah, we did that update. And those of you that haven't heard it, uh, the toxicology report uh, seems to indicate that the person who who hit them uh, and killed them was uh, did have marijuana in their bloodstream. Well, he was also, they just released, going between 89 and 91 miles an hour. When he hit them. Yeah, they had already said it was excessive speed yeah. to the 55-mile-an-hour part that yeah. was in there. Yeah, you're giving us the detailed number, but our original update just said was exceeding it. And you took from the way they excessive, wrote it, excessive, yeah. that it was yeah. excessive. Uh, so, um, they, sadly. They download that from the black box on the car, basically. Right, and so, sadly, we have, the obviously, the grieving people, and now we have more people uh, that are going to have their lives forever altered because now – uh, the person is being charged with manslaughter, and they'll have their day in court, but uh, it's just bad all the way around. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, no winners in this story. Brian and Meridian listening to us on the buzz. Brian, go ahead. What's up with you, fellas? Buddy. You. Hey, man, you got it. Look, anybody checked on Gary since uh, since he had the little fight there with the with the wall for the beat he got stung with? Did you see that? Gary had a picture out, and he got stung real bad up in the Good face. And did he? Oh, yeah. Swollen. And his eye. He was a swamping and a squalling and a... I thought he was high, but it seemed he just got ate up by feet. I said, hey, I mean, you can't even go out there. I mean, you can't even have – you can't even fish without a wash stain. Mm-mm. I asked him uh, if they caught that gorilla that punched him in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, look right there. Look. look. I mean, hey. Mm. Oh, puffy face. I'm just sitting here at the lake house minding my own business and got one of them red walls. <laughs> red wall. I thought Gary just said it wasn't turkey season. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. All right, Dan. Yep. We'll take more of your phone calls if you're standing by. Uh, we'll look at anything we might have missed. Say hello to the Golden Ticket Seat guest today. But we'll continue to talk to you as well. So if you're calling, keep rolling. Uh, the boys will get you screened up, ready to go. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
Hey y'all, what's up? I'm Darius Rucker. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. <laughs> it is nine minutes to the top of the hour. As we make our way back, phone calls coming in, and we'll take more of those. But first, let's say hello to the Golden Ticket Six. There they are. Come on. There they are. Golden ticket seats today. Where's April Weaver? April, hello. Right there on the front row. Front row. Dakota Layton. Dakota's in the house. Austin Times. Uh, what time is it? Uh, Wes Nail is here today. Luke Phillips. Uh, Peggy and Amanda Marquart are here today. Glad to have them with us. Uh, Marquart. Got it perfectly. Uh, Roger Hunt is here today. Hey, Rog. And Mike Gorman. All in the golden ticket seats. They'll take home with them today a pound of BuzzBox coffee. I'll tell you this. I don't know. The, the July coffee of the month, this is a good one. Uh, you notice we got the flag on there. I hope that's okay with everybody in North Dakota. Uh, but it is uh, what it is, it's Guatopia. And if you have not tried Guatopia, we've taken our Ethiopia Reserve and we've combined it with our Guatemala Medium Roast. Uh, and it, it's got kind of a little citrus note there at the finish. Uh, you got some blueberry chocolate. Uh, kind of a, it's a, it's a, it's really really a delicious coffee if you haven't tried it. Guatopia, uh, and that'll be our freedom roast uh, celebrating the independence of the United States of America this month. And you can get that as coffee of the month at Buzzbox.com. If you've never uh, subscribed to Buzzbox, uh, we can send you a pound absolutely free. It's just one dollar shipping. Ten percent of all Buzzbox sales right now through the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund going to Prison Fellowship. Uh, and we are funding some other ministries as well, but our main focus is prison fellowship right now. Also, they take home a Rick and Bubba double CD today from what, what, what? 25 years past. Now, Rick, I heard you were working on a coffee that's being grown on the side of Mount Chihaw. Is that correct? The shady side? Hey. <laughs> Not right there under bald rock. Hey, easy. That one's called the Chihaw Chew. Okay. So just keep that. Keep that Chewbacca. Down. Justin. <laughs> called Chewbacca's good. That's good, Bubba. Let's go to Justin. The roast. Subtitle, The Sleeping Giant. That's the one. Ooh. Let's go to Justin out of the great state of Alabama. Hello, Justin. How are you? Chiaha means. I'm doing fine. Hey, uh, I was listening to y'all's um, Wednesday, night, to your, uh, Wednesday night Bible study. Yes, sir. And uh, I've always had, um, uh, I was wondering how you uh, mentioned watching Saving Private Ryan, okay? Yeah. And how do you reconcile... Um, the language with your Christian wall because I know you said that if you can. Well, I, I'll tell you that what I did, and you know, there's these gray areas that uh, that come up. Now, certainly, cussing is not a gray area, but when it comes to to movies and um, and things that you take in, because first of all, there's things that Scripture lays out for you clearly. Okay, clearly. Principled. And uh, principled, and you go. There's no way around this. Uh, you go back to some of the great statements that have been made. It's not the things of the Bible I don't understand that convict me. It's the things I do understand, and they're pretty straightforward. Then you get into these areas that uh, I tell you what, Speedy, this would be extremely helpful. Can you go get my notebook? Uh, no, bring me the book Pursuit of Holiness. It's, it's in there on my on my on my desk. Then you get into these areas because I think you're asking a legitimate question, and we've been studying this on the Wednesday Bible study. What about those areas that are not laid out as clear? What are the decisions I make now? But what I uh, about what I expose myself to, I don't. Now these are p- for people who are already justified, already redeemed, and the justification is taking place. But now you're working on your sanctification and and your growth and and holiness, which the Bible calls us all to. One of the most convicting parts of the Bible is in First Peter, 
chapter 1 when uh, Peter says that we're no longer ignorant to what's right and wrong, and now we can no longer claim that ignorance, so we need to become holy in all of our conduct. I wish the original Greek there had said some of our conduct. That would have been a much easier. But, again, it's, it's fully um, done by the power of the Holy Spirit. However, we have to take action that we're actually going to say, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. Now you give me the power to not do it. So um, when you ta- talk about these areas, and there's another book called um, Chasing Brent Crow. Yeah, Chasing Brent Crow, elephants. Chasing Elephants, that talks about this a lot too. But there's a great chapter in the book by Jerry Bridges, uh, that deals uh, with this topic. And let's see, the next one we're on is chapter 9. Is that the one we're about to study? Yeah. All right, so chapter 9. So when you get into this, this is one of the things that, that uh, Jerry Bridges lays out. And listen to this, the questions that you ask um, on these gray areas. He said, first of all, you start with 1 Corinthians six twelve. Everything's permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. So the question that you ask, is it helpful? Is what I'm about to participate in, read, listen to, watch, is it physically, spiritually and mentally helpful, meaning it's something in there's something to it that I could benefit from. The next question comes from um, uh, this. The second question: Does it bring me under its power? Am I about to do something that that I could become addicted to, or I could now come under the power of it? That's now going to be detrimental to my spiritual health and the spiritual health of people that I'm influencing. So, does it bring me under its power? The next one. Uh, this is from First uh, Corinthians eight thirteen. Therefore. What I eat, if what I eat causes my brother to fall into sin, I will never eat meat again, so that I will not cause him to fall. The other question: Does what I'm about to do going to hurt other people? Yeah. Are other people going to be harmed about what I'm going to do? And then the last one, and this is the one where it really gets tough. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Meaning everything we do should be to the glory of God. Does it glorify God? So that, that's, that's kind of four questions when you get into these gray areas. And one of the things when I looked at things that like, like I don't go, I'm not the kind of person, I know some Christians do this, and I certainly don't, you need to go with what you think you're being called to on some of this personal stuff. I don't look at a movie and say, well, if it's rated R, I'm not going to watch it because I wouldn't have seen The Passion of the Christ because it was also rated R because of the violence of the, of the crucifixion. Yeah. But when you brought up Saving Private Ryan, I can't justify the language in it to your question. But there is, on some of these questions, it is helpful for, for me and my children when they're a certain age to see the sacrifice of these men and what they did in World War II, they, this, this sacrificial attitude that they had for the benefit of others. I think that does meet that criteria. I'm certainly not going to be addicted uh, to watching Save It Private Ryan, or it's certainly going to make me foul-mouthed and struggle. I struggle with language enough just because of the way I was raised and the environment I was around. Uh, if you, that's, that's taking a supernatural cleansing for me as well. And I'm certainly not there, but I'm further along than I used to be. And eventually, by the power of Christ, you won't hear that from me at all. Does it, and so the other thing was, does it hurt anybody else? Well, I mean, you know, I, how about I don't put anybody in front of that that I think this would be offensive to them. So I wouldn't, let, I wouldn't sit down with just anybody to watch it. And the other, does it glorify God? I think that that story of what our country did, taking that beach and stopping the evil empires of, of Japan and Germany, was done to the glory of God. So save it private, saving Private Ryan with the language being the, the detrimental part of it, the violence is difficult too, but the violence is something that I, I'm not saying that we should you know, sell it. We, to be violent, just to be violent, like these slasher movies and stuff yeah. like that. The your what is it called? Where those people you watch people get killed over and over again. Those Snuff. movies, Saul. Oh yeah, yeah. Snuff yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. some, some of that 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 is just 
that that is just that's just that's being gross just to be gross. That's that's sitting there obsessing over death. This is what happens in war. You know, just like with, and I think it shows the ugliness of war and right. how it should be avoided right. until it's absolutely necessary, and then how important it is to win it and win it quickly. Now, if you want to sit there like I did with my kids and say, "Now, some of this in the movie, if I know that I could die tomorrow, I probably wouldn't be talking the way they're talking." Right. But but I but I do know that in this situation, I can see how you know. And plus, there's a lot of the people who want, who fought in World War II. They never claimed to be followers of Jesus. You know what I mean? But but I think that that movie meets the criteria. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.